0: 4, three,
1: two, one, zero. You're listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Starring Mr. Adam Tate And El Gran Tommy Martinez And now, without further ado Here's the best podcast that you'll ever hear And that's according to them The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha! Welcome And welcome to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast, season three, episode number 13.
2: And that voice you heard is that of El Gran, Tommy
1: Martinez. And that voice you just heard is that of my rock and roll brother and the humblest guy on planet Earth, Mr. Adam Lee Tate. What is going on, Adam?
2: I'm not sure what's going on, but I'm going to tell you that that flush that I heard in the intro sounded particularly strong. Maybe you'll tell me why it sounds so strong.
1: I will tell you in a minute, but first, we are ready to deliver yet another great episode of this podcast, Adam, Mm -hmm. available on Spotify, Apple Podcast App, RSS Podcast, CastBox, and many other of your favorite DSPs. And behind the control board, Adam, is none other than the mighty
2: Godzilla! Godzilla. Love it!
1: All right.
2: Back in action.
1: Godzilla was kind of mad. He's been put away for a couple of. We're back. We're back. Godzilla. I I first
2: walked in the studio and he would not shut up. He was was just just constantly yammering.
1: Like, what is going on?
2: We listen to you, we take it as constructive criticism, but, but I'll tell you, he was giving me uh, an earful when I got in here. I don't know what I did wrong to him. I didn't think I mistreated him that much. I didn't want to deal with him. I'd come up here to Dr.
1: Cole Promotion Studios One and he's like, where's Adam? Where's Adam? Where's Adam? Where's Adam? Is, he, is he
2: on those energy drinks? I think so. <laughs> I think he's, he's a bit wired today. <laughs>
1: Gosilo, please do not mention the lady folk here. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> he said he doesn't yammer at him.
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> How dare you, Gosilo?
2: <laughs> that Doesn't have to be sexist, does it? Ooh, oh we my goodness! No,
1: I mean, anybody can yammer. I guess. But it's Gosilo. Gosilo, it's what are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Adam, episode number thirteen. You know what I felt like
2: doing? What is that? I felt like just skipping and go to episode fourteen. Oh, you're like. One of those uh, high-rise construction workers, and you say, it's unlucky to have a floor 13. We're going to go from 12 straight to 14.
1: Yeah, but this is a piece of shit podcast anyway, so what the hell? If it goes to hell, it goes to hell. We should
2: just name every episode as episode 13. 13A, 13B, 13C. Yeah, They're all... They're all all uh, fright with peril.
1: Yeah, but you're right. That toilet flush, man. I would say it sounded pretty awesome, didn't it? It
2: did. It had a, <laughs> a new resonance to it. Were you able to grace yet the new toilette? Well, I usually walk into the, uh, the studio facility, and I have sunglasses <laughs> on the top of my head. But as I turn the corner to the hallway to lead to the studio, right, right, right. I had to drop the sunglasses oh. because the shining, <laughs> brand spanking oh. new bathroom... Right next, adjacent to the studio. Pretty nifty, pretty was, nifty. Was gutted and totally refurbished.
1: It was actually done last week. A week uh, last night. Today's Saturday, right? Yeah, so.
2: Our uh, absence has been due to construction.
1: It was because I was. I told you I was supposed to go to Dallas. I didn't make it out there. Contractor called. said, listen, uh, I could do it. That at the end of the month, I could do it uh, starting on this date. So I said, All right, perfect. So I told the would I said, let's cancel that. Ooh. And, uh,
2: let's was she receptive to that? Choice? Uh, yeah,
1: absolutely, man. Because oh, she, was, wanted uh, uh, yeah, she wanted that yes. done. Yeah, so we had bought already some of the. I think we had bought the
2: vanity and maybe the tub. Okay. And the glass door for the. So room. when I walk into that room, and everything in there is brand new. Everything even
1: the fart fan, as you called it, uh, on episode
2: number uh, twelve. Now, did, did that get added to the list of things that no, you wanted? No, that had to go on Everything,
1: there? everything okay. is new. The only thing that's not new is the drywall. From Oh, from, sure. From the original sure. bathroom. The pipes are new. All the uh, plumbing is new. You saw all the faucets there. Everything it looks great. Subway tiles, what you call it? Is it subway tile? I have no idea, mm. dude. It's whatever my wife saw, picked out, and she almost changed that last minute again. Yes. But, you know, that was
2: stricken immediately. Well, everything is trimmed and bordered perfectly. Oh, it looks yeah. like it's very, like, precise. It looks great. These guys did a fantastic job. Mm. Fantastic. They
1: exceeded all the expectations. This is the first did contractor they, did, that I have in here that mm-hmm. Awilda has not called me, has not come over and look at the, none of that nonsense. Oh, wow. And she was happy, dude. And the
2: minute she was happy, guess who was happy? Did he negotiate any sort of a, a sponsorship? When he, wants, he wants to be uh, mentioned on the show to, to, to funnel some clients his yeah, way.
1: I forgot to mention the podcast, Adam.
2: <laughs> what? I thought you'd have that blaring as he was working. No, no, no. They, I don't
1: think that there were much of the podcast listening type. So I, it was all business for that week, if you know what I mean. I was an adult for a whole week, and that's a lot of pressure.
2: Man. I know. It must have been. Trying to fight your way out of I the show. Yes,
1: I had a, the serious face going on. And it's like, you know how it is, man. It's business. It's not, you know,
2: Yeah. it's
1: not personal.
2: It's just uh-huh. a business.
1: And this is the way we want it. And, and again, my design was meant, Adam. So there was no failing with my design. This is how it's supposed to look. You have an expectation. And they went with it.
2: Did the actual worker, the contractor, look at your plans and say... We couldn't have done it without these <laughs> the, this blueprints yes, that were I, made. He,
1: that's exactly what he told me. <laughs> he said, "Do you want a side job as my designer?" I said, "Well, oh, not really." <laughs>
2: You'd come in there with a, a palette and a beret <laughs> on. <laughs> I, will, I will paint this for you, oh, Mademoiselle.
1: Oh, what would you like? I eh? will have I will have a scarf tied around my <laughs> neck. <laughs> Where well, you go, wee wee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but it was pretty good I mean, a great job, man We're happy with it You know, everything is functioning There's no leaks as of today It's been a week oh, wow. <laughs> But I hope it's been stress test uh,
2: has, has it, oh, yeah, has, yeah, has yeah, it yeah, received yeah. a stress test? Uh, yes,
1: I immediate, I baptized it uh, <laughs> The right way, actually <laughs> The right way? <laughs> the, I baptized it the correct way You mean, you, <laughs> you, mean you didn't give yourself an upper-decker? <laughs> no <laughs> There was no splishity splash. I'm just fucking with
2: myself now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but it's really good, man. It's
2: really okay. good. How was, how was your past couple of weeks, man? You go anywhere? Uh, did I go anywhere? No, I did not. Well, first, we thought you were going out of town. And then I thought we were going to record. But then construction delays were still happening. But, uh... Oh, What?
1: if you were bossed around for the past three weeks <laughs> is what Gosita
2: wants to know, Adam. Well, I did have to take up a little additional slack oh. around the homestead. Uh, the wife, she messed up her neck in some way.
0: Oh, wow.
1: So, now
2: so she, you being nurse again? Uh, so, somewhat. I've taken on a little bit more of the workload around the, uh, the, the house. Yes, I I'd, I'd put in more time. <laughs> I put in a little bit more time at, at the homestead. Making sure she was as well as could be expected. Well, that's pretty good. I was at your in-laws' house that first
1: uh, Friday evening,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I, I heard some really good news that night. Good news? Yeah, I heard What'd that hear? there was a home being purchased by one of the dwellers of
2: your is that of, what you heard? of your home. Yes. Oh, did you want <laughs> do you want an update on this? <laughs>
1: you can give me a quickie on that because a widow's going to ask me. You know
2: that there is an update. Before the purchase went down, he got a home uh, inspection. Okay. And there were things that were not appreciated. Yuppity <laughs> Yeah. And so there was like a counter offer to say, hey, if you want to take care of this or knock this much off the price okay. or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of the negotiation sure. deal. And they were not receptive to that. Oh. So apparently it's just fallen through. Oh. So we're back to square one with people looking for new places, Man. new digs.
1: Man, we were celebrating for
2: you. Well, there's no reason why you can't celebrate.
1: Well, you know, I don't want to stop your
2: celebration. I mean, I wanted to, I wanted to
1: celebrate for the for the Luke band, but I was really celebrating for for you, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) I have a
2: little bit extra square footage (laughs) (laughs) able to be used.
1: I said, "Oh, Adam can get back on his Peloton."
2: Oh, speaking of Peloton, oh no, (laughs) oh my God! So they have this thing right now. It's called Rock 22. It's a challenge that they put out. All right, it's uh, of course 2022, and they have a 22 day period. And they're setting up all these rock classes where they play the rock music and stuff. And
1: oh, I thought it was like you were going to turn out like the rock.
2: Eventually. <laughs> but uh, my girl, okay. Kendall Tool, she is my instructor. Oh. They have like 40 instructors. They're all shit compared to her. Oh. Kendall Tool is my, is my girl. Recently, I think it was yesterday, she put out an Iron Maiden oh. ride. Oh, oh. I saw it and I was in love. And I said, I can't wait to do this. But I'm here right now. Tomorrow, I'll be taking the Iron Maiden ride. So Sunday you'll be doing it, huh? Yes. Oh, I will be. Oh. Oh. I might do it three times.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Adam, when we were gone too, Gilbert Gottfried died, man.
2: Yes, he did. Were you a big fan of Gilbert?
1: I was a fan of Gilbert. I wasn't a huge fan. I found his uh his stand-up funny. His uh Appearances in movies here and there. It
2: was Gilbert Gottfried in every it was single just, one. <laughs> just novelty. It's is just, just a novelty act, yeah
1: but the things he would say he I,
2: had no filter he would say yes whatever. yes yes you, you know he
1: graced our show with the wap remember that <laughs> yeah, he did
2: that's right he gave us the first official reading yes yes the WAP lyrics yes that's right
1: so i remember that so i was a little saddened by that i said you know it was always good to hear him like on howard stern and you know places where he could actually be a nuisance it would be funny Yes. You know, and he wouldn't get kicked off or, you know, censored or this or the other. I think and this is just me maybe uh speculating as a fan. He didn't give three shits about anything.
2: No, in so much that he had a big huge uh, lucrative deal with Aflac. Uh-huh. And yes. then there was a tsunami or something yes, in Japan. I think that's what it was. Yeah. And he made some joke about somebody floating by or, 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 or you know, some, it was some very crass joke. And of course, he lost that lucrative easy money gig where all he had to do was <laughs> say it in his, in, in yeah, his all Gilbert vernacular, Affleck. Yeah.
1: I didn't know he had been in show business for that long. I didn't know he was only like 67, 67 or 9 something or something, at, like, something that. like that. Yeah, I remember when, <laughs> I think it was on Howard Stern, because that's where I heard, I heard a lot of his nonsense is like with well, the first time uh, he was going to become a dad so he was like this is god punishing me because i have no fucking idea how to be a, you know this is i'm a mess how am i going to take care of another human you know this and the other and the bella lugosi dracula impersonations oh, oh yes those things just yeah. made me piss my pants i need to watch some youtube sure there's some YouTube stuff out there. I just haven't gotten around to it. Man, that was so funny. And you know, it was him. It was the only time that you could kind of see or hear that he would make a little change in his voice. Mm -hmm. You still know it was was Gilbert, but it was in that that Dracula, Bela Lugosi. (laughs) And the thing was, you know, he wouldn't say it was Dracula. He would say it was, you know, Bela Lugosi,
2: which would throw off a lot of people that didn't know who the hell Bela Lugosi was. He, all of his impressions He did a few impressions And all the ones that I know Were of ancient actors yes. <laughs> Yeah, you, people you had no,
1: no idea You had to, you know Is thank, this good? I, I'm
2: not even sure What's But this you, guy? Would,
1: you would still laugh Exactly you would steal that because you're just
2: like... Because it's Gilbert changing the Gilbert voice. And like, okay, Gilbert's changed it up. Okay, this is funny. I think with him was like, you were just
1: ready for uh, him to get somebody come up and kick him off the stage. You were just expecting that. It's like, when is it going to happen? Because I would see like some of his stand-up, uh, you know, if I remember correctly, back in Comedy Central or whatever it was. He'd be on stage for five minutes and there's, there isn't a chuckle. Nothing. It's like, what's going on here? How could that be? I know. And then he would start. He would start with his, his, in, in with five, his nonsense. In
2: five minutes, he's already said 14, 15 yes. jokes.
1: And, you know, and it's all, you know, the C word. And it was like, oh, this guy's just too much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, you know, well, rest in peace, Gilbert Godfrey. Do you know the aristocrat's joke? Oh, no, I don't know that. <laughs> there was a whole movie devoted to the aristocrat's joke. And it was told over and over and over by all these different comedians. It's really just like a family goes into a talent agency or something. Okay. They're like trying to get into the entertainment industry. Show business, yeah. Yeah. And then the (laughs) the talent agent says, okay, show me what you got. And then there's just all sorts of lewd and lascivious acts being (laughs) done between the family members and the dog and all this stuff is happening. And then after that happens, the talent agent says, "Okay, tell me when you're ready." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, it's uh, a horribly—I gotta, gotta watch. It's that. a horribly crass joke, but out of everybody that I heard, everybody said that Gilbert's version was the best. I got.
1: Yeah. So let me write that down. <laughs> I have to do that. crash. Let's just, just rock and roll with this right now, man. Okay. Let's start this sucker up. Let's
2: do
0: it.
1: Adam, good morning, man. Good morning, Tommy. Today is April the twenty-third of twenty twenty-two, and guess what day it is today, Adam? Spring is in the air, and it's National uh-huh. Picnic Day. Picnic? Okay. Yes.
2: <laughs> All right. Are, are you one much for a picnic? Uh, I am not an outdoorsy eating kind of person. No. I was thinking about this: that do you take a like a tablecloth or something and spread it over the grass? underneath a tree and, okay. and open up a, a basket full of food and set it on this thing, which is essentially almost on the ground. Okay. Where Everybody the, that where I the, know... were the aristocrats by?
1: The area. <laughs> the, Since there was something on the floor. Yeah.
2: Everyone that I know would be totally dead set against this because the uncleanliness, the seeming uncleanliness of this and the possibility of all these ants and all these bugs getting into your whatever you're in to dine it's, uh, I don't think I could get anyone to go on a picnic.
1: Well, don't invite my wife.
2: No, she She's she, anti-picnic No, too? no. She'll be packed up
1: and ready to go in seconds. Oh, she loves to outdoor Th- that's eat. That's her deal, man. She loves being out. I mean, the hotter the better too. I don't know what it is, man. I don't like eating outside. I don't like the flies, you know. I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with all those years in the Army where you're eating in the woods out of these mermite cans. Okay. You can't shake off bugs and stuff. And it's like, and I had this thing, so I had to floss my teeth. Hmm. I had this horrible sensation.
2: The the bugs were still in there? I don't know what it was, man, (laughs) I
1: guess. Every time I ate in the field, I had to immediately floss. And I like to enjoy my food. You know what I'm saying? After a little while, I don't go and brush my teeth immediately after I Hmm. eat my food. Yeah. Yeah. I just like to hang out for a little bit there and then I'll go and brush my teeth or whatever, you know. But it's like I I just don't eat outside because of that, man.
2: Well, I'll say this. I don't have a problem with any of it. I don't care if there are bugs or whatever. It doesn't matter. I had to purchase dog food. Okay. And I was telling my wife, we have a thing where we have a can of, of dog food we'll open up and we'll put some of this dog food We'll use a a portion of it and put it in a container and put it in the refrigerator because it's for multiple servings, right? Yeah. She has a problem with this because she doesn't like the dog food in the refrigerator. Oh, wow. And I said, it's not that bad. I mean, you could actually eat dog food if you want. Oh. And then she says, no, you can't. But she said it so forcefully saying, I I was going to take it as a challenge. (laughs) And I was... And I was going.
1: Gostilo said, <laughs> "You lie. You can, you'll never challenge her."
2: <laughs> she was going to cut it off. Like, no, you can't do that. No. <laughs> she will cut it off and say. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't have a problem with. Uh, wow. The apparent uncleanliness. Oh, of okay.
1: All right. Well, I know on April the twenty-third, Adam National Picnic Day encourages everyone to pack up their lunch and take it outdoors. Picnics are terrific, and they wait to enjoy the meal outdoors in the company of friends and family. So you can't get anybody of mm. the uh, Tate tribe out there with you, huh?
2: No, not to go out to an open field and...
1: And carry the bag. Spread, spread, it, yeah. spread
2: that spread and sit down. Do
1: like when they used to yeah. Olive oil used to take out Popeye out there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. And Bluetes would come and
1: mess it all up. Uh-huh. Uh, there are varieties of ways to take part in a picnic. The meal... Uh, harkens back to the mid18th century Al Fresco Adam. Mm-hmm. In France, dining when all you needed was a bottle of wine, mm-hmm. a loaf of bread, some cheese, a baguette and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and fruit, and you could have a party under the sky. Oh. With the wine there I That sounds see, like some yeah. romance though I, I would see with the Yeah, that's because That's usually how it's romanticized mm-hmm. In popular culture You know, movies And all these other things Cartoons especially You know, those cartoons That were like Bugs Bunny Pepe Le Pew and, Yeah, Peppy. Of course <laughs> And it was always that couple You never saw the Uh Then I'm sure it was adapted with the Frisbees and outdoor Hmm. games and whatnot. Anyway, from the French word piquenique. Picnic means a meal eaten outdoors. And that's French. That's all it means. Yeah. Piquenique. So yeah, there you go right there. So that's where we get that word from. From barbecues to simple cold plates, picnics are a light and informal affairs intended for relaxing and fun for everyone to enjoy the day. I think I could see where that makes kind of sense because it's already pre-packed and you could just clean up afterwards and throw it in the trash can.
2: Since it's just out of doors, if you're inside your car, could it be considered outdoors? Mm. You have to be out in the world, out in the fields, right? Okay. So let's go back to COVID a couple of years ago
1: when it was really strong Mm. and you were doing the uh, ordering, you know, they would bring it to your cars, the carry out. Sure. We went... On a regular basis to uh, the hamburger joint over there on 13th and the web. We would go out there and in the back of the truck, we'd you know, let the oh. let the tailgate down. and That sounds like a picnic. It was almost. I would say it was almost. a picnic. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But again, it was because, you know, Wilder was insistent. I just did it. But it was just a way to get out of the house because of COVID, you know. And mm-hmm. so I had, I guess I made that compromise in other words.
2: But I asked inside the car because there's a class of people who will order somewhat messy food or whatever mm-hmm. usually mm-hmm. fatty delicious food <laughs> yeah. and they'll sit in their car and they'll take their shirt off because you don't want all the drippings on your shirt so you're shirtless and you're eating they're... like a dripping hamburger are you sure they're mm-hmm.
1: not pickups and car versus cars <laughs> do these individuals have big beards at them well sometimes do they have stickers that say Patriot <laughs> with gigantic flags behind I don't
2: think those people would care if they had stains Adam. on their shirt, though.
1: Do they have a really big sticker that says, Lions, not
2: sheep? <laughs> and they place stickers by the gas pumps with uh, Joe Biden saying,
1: I did that! <laughs> and the other one, Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Are you sure it's not those people,
2: Adam? <laughs> I mean, they could. It's, it's possible. If they're, oh, if they're wait, worried about shirt cleanliness, then wait I guess- wait.
1: We left one out tidbits of the constitution <laughs>
2: <Not> tidbits, <laughs>
1: <laughs> sprawled against the uh <laughs> the, uh-huh. the tailgate yes adam okay so it's no, okay all right i was wrong <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but uh that's the uh i guess that was the compromise yeah okay it wasn't that bad i mean i we did think about like you know having a little table out for a minute or whatever, that's when you were all, we were all masked up and stuff like that. I sure. still had gloves. and So I guess, but I won't mm-hmm. go back to that anymore now that, you know, the formula to beating Kobe is, is to get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, it's working for me. should well, have It should have been. <laughs> been since day one. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, it spiked back up in Puerto Rico. It's like 24% down there again. <laughs> Did it? Yeah.
2: Is it a crisis? Is I it, don't know. What is it is. all over the news? or is Yeah, it, it's all over the news. Or is it back page? Yeah.
1: I'm suffering because I'm going down there in the summertime. They're going to change the damn rules again. I have to get tested and oh. shit before I go in there.
2: The, the summer heat will kill uh. that. it out. It'll be all right.
1: <laughs> anyway, anyway, Adam, to wrap this up, it says the fresh air tends to rev up your appetite, Adam. So getting in some physical activity while enjoying the picnic. Adam is nice as well. So those were the games and the uh, oh. the accompanying activities. Of, oh. uh, games like uh, horseshoe, Adam, frisbee, oh. catch, uh, flying a kite. Uh,
2: I thought maybe you were... have you
1: flown a kite anytime uh, in the past couple of years? No. no. Do you remember the last time you flew a kite?
2: Um, nineteen? No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe nineteen eighty nine. I don't know. Way back when. <laughs> Wait, and here's another problem with the picnic. It's not fun. <laughs> it's just not fun. What's fun about flying a kite? Adam, here's another problem with this. Let's, <laughs> this screw the kite, all right. Here's what, pr- And what inter- what what it, <laughs> what exercise do you get flying a no, kite? No, no, you don't. <laughs> nope.
1: Unless you're running and there's unless there's no wind. But not here in Kansas, you don't have that problem.
2: Well, your kite kind is of shit if there's no yeah. wind.
1: Yeah, well, you'd be running so you could you, oh, would, oh, you oh, could try oh, to lift oh, it. Okay. With the momentum of your run, anyway. Jeez. Adam, here's another problem. It says here with the outdoor activities and like to get your exercise and all that. Mm-hmm. If you're in a park you know you're having your picnic and whatnot mm-hmm. is that you know you're following me what okay. if what if <laughs> what if not too far away for you? there's a couple of assholes throwing a damn football or you know well that's their uh, that's yeah, their yeah. form of exercise yeah but then your know, their football may come over here and invade my picnic you see what i'm saying uh, then it turns into a problem
2: and then it's like that beach scene on uh karate kid yes they'll <laughs> go get your ball back and then, <laughs> then he gets beat up that kind of deal yes <laughs> Right, okay.
1: Hey, you know, talking about
2: getting beat up, did you see the Mike Tyson video? I did. <laughs> well, like the guy behind him was being super obnoxious. What a horrible segue we just did, by the way. And his friend is across the aisle videotaping, like, the whole thing. I don't know. You yeah. think they'll get some money? Yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> because he did punch him, and you oh. got to pay him some money to get him, make him go away. Jeez, man. Oh, yeah. And it was whatever your legal cost would be, you pay him that. Oh, wow,
1: man. It's like (laughs) it's going to happen. This guy's, it's, if they're showing you the video, they're not showing the guy's just annoying him. Mike Tyson's going to beat this guy. I think to me, the funniest part of the video is like his face after he got beat up. (laughs) (laughs) This guy was
2: drunk, right?
1: He had the sad (laughs) face.
2: The corners of my mouth are as far down as they could possibly be. do
1: Do you remember that clown portrait? Where there was one clown that was all sad. For, yeah. That's what he looked like. Uh-huh.
2: But I think just a week, maybe two weeks earlier, Mike Tyson was in another thing at a comedy club where he was watching a comedy show, and another guy in the audience started like some kind of ruckus. Wanted to talk to Mike Tyson. Was doing stuff with Mike Tyson tyson's guys and the club's guys said hey you need to get out of here you need to get out of here and the guy pulls a gun oh shit no kidding <laughs> and he says you know he says I'm, i'll use this is whatever. it a couple of days ago yeah a couple of weeks ago oh wow anyway there's a there's video of the whole thing and then as the guy has the gun mike tyson just kind of says hey come over here and he brings him over there and he kind of like chills out the situation and he says hey you know you just need to leave right now put that away go Go take care of yourself. No kidding. So he's a voice of reason. Wow. Mike Tyson This he, guy actually he, pushed him way over the edge on this airplane, <laughs> and he said, I, I've, I've had enough now.
1: Here was the guy's problem. He didn't have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was it. <laughs> and I'm JetBlue, so he could have easily gotten on it with a gun. <laughs> oh, probably. I <laughs> don't how to have <laughs> Here I go again. <laughs> National uh, picnic day, Adam.
2: National Picnic Day. What so, your, okay, 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 Hold, on, ahead, hold no. on. There's a few here before you oh, give let, me yours. Let's do it. Let's do
1: it. So, okay, celebrate this day by having a picnic of your own. Okay, number one, pack up the cooler or basket with a few of your favorite items, not your family's items. I guess you're trying to do the picnic to get them out the house mm-hmm. and then lock the door on.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Make sure you include a beverage or two, Adam. Not a bad idea. Sure. Lay the blanket out in the sun or shade. Whichever you prefer. <laughs> Those are our only options? Yeah, that's it. And enjoy the day with a meal under the sky, Adam. Wow. So, yeah. How, uh, how, Adam, how would
2: you celebrate? Well, first thing, I would go to my local tattoo parlor. Okay. And I would get a face tattoo just like Mike Tyson's. <laughs> and then I would get all of my picnic oh, wow. materials and my blankets and oh, all these things. Wow. And I would go and definitely some cannabis because Mike Tyson the, uh, likes cannabis. The cannabis, <laughs> yes. And then I would go to the park and say hashtag picnic Mike Tyson style.
1: Adam today was awesome. Talk like Shakespeare day, Adam. Oh, what? How? Oh, shit. <laughs> Adam, today in history, Adam. Yes. Who do we got there out of?
2: Well, that sounds like Miley Cyrus singing "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds."
1: Very uh, distinct—you could tell off the bat.
2: Yes, it's Miley Cyrus. Yeah, she has one of those voices. I think she does. She does a good job with the rock songs. Yeah, she's she's just—is she kind of turning half rock now?
1: Yeah. I think so, I think she's like 75% rock right
2: now Oh, sorry. 75% her percentage is going up She's trending up <laughs> <laughs> oh, Today History Adam Brought
1: to you from the pages of History.com Adam And on this day Punto
2: Kong Adam What? Dot <laughs> com
1: Oh,
2: okay <laughs> uh, 1943 Adam The hallucinogenic I got what you're saying It's right there Lucy In the sky with diamonds. The hallucinogenic
1: effects, Adam, Mm -hmm. of LSD were discovered, Adam. Oh.
2: How do they do this? Well, let me tell you. I don't know.
1: In Basel, Switzerland, Adam, Albert Hoffman, a Swiss chemist working at the Sandoz Pharmaceutical Research Laboratory, accidentally consumes Adam. Accidentally, by the way. Mm. LSD-25, a synthetic drug he had created in 1938- in other words, in six years earlier, right? How did he accidentally consume it? I don't know. As part of, Hopefully, we'll find out here in a minute. As a part of his research into the medicinal value of lysergic acid compounds. Mm. So how accidental was this after taking the drug, formerly known as lysergic acid? Acid diethylaminide. I forget all this mess. This is all medical bullshit. I can't pronounce any of this stuff. Got it. Dr. Hoffman was disturbed by unusual sensation and hallucinations. On his notes, he related the experience.
2: Oh, okay. So this is the first
1: acid trip. (laughs) Wow. Technically, yes. Wow. Last Friday, April 16th, 1943, I was forced to interrupt my work in the laboratory in the middle of the afternoon and proceed home being affected by a remarkable restlessness combined with slight dizziness at home. I laid down and sank into a not unpleasant mm-hmm. intoxicated like condition characterized by extremely stimulated imagination. Got it. In a dreamlike state with eyes closed, I found the daylight to be unpleasantly glaring. Mm-hmm. I perceived an uninterrupted stream of fantastic pictures, extraordinary shapes, with intense kaleoscopic plays of colors. After some two hours, this condition, Adam, faded away. Wow. He just described what I see in cartoons when they talk about LSD. Mm-hmm.
2: Do they talk about LSD in cartoons? Yeah,
1: well, you know I mean? Sorry. <laughs> You know when what cartoons okay, are you watching? Okay, okay, let me let me back that up because I just I just related it to the first thing I see. So when you're watching, uh there was a s there was a documentary not too long ago about LSD and I've forgotten which streaming service it was on.
2: Okay.
1: And I think a lot of the artists were involved in this, like music artists and whatnot. And they were talking about their LXD experiences. So what they would play in the background were these kind of cartoonish animations, I guess. Okay. Of all this that he just described with, uh, with uh, I mean like ultra- uninterrupted stream of fantastic pictures, extraordinary shapes with intense
2: kaleoscopic plays of colors. Like alterations in vision uh-huh. and the perceptions that you get through your ojos. That, that, yes, but this guy he says with
1: eyes closed is what he said here on this one. Oh. Okay.
2: so after intentionally
1: taking the drug again to confirm I had caused this strange physical and mental state, Dr. Hoffman published a report announcing his discovery. And so LSD made the entry into the world as a hallucinogenic drug. Widespread use of the so-called mind expanding drug did not begin until, Adam, Mm -hmm. the 1960s, when counterculture figures such as Albert M. Hubbard, Timothy Leary and Ken Kenzie publicly expounded on benefits of using LSD
2: as a recreational drug. Did the founding doctor list any benefits that he found in the drug or just his actual experience with it?
1: It says here, you will become very groovy (laughs) baby.
2: That sounds pretty good to me. (laughs) I like groovy Adam. (laughs) I love it man. I don't know who the group is because this is Weird Owl's Ow! version. Oh!
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Weird Owl!
2: But he's doing it like straight. Oh, he's not changing words at no all. Not comical.
1: Oh, wow. And I say, oh, Adam, because that's fitting. Oh? Yeah. 86753. Oh, oh no! There you go, baby. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Adam today's sports history, baby. Mm-hmm. Brought to you from the pages of history.com, onthisday.com, slash sports, Adam. Yes. In April the 26th, 1929. Mm-hmm. New York Yankees became the first MLB team to permanently, Adam, mm-hmm. feature numbers on the back of their uniforms. Why wow, that didn't exist before? 1929? It did, actually. <laughs> actually. it did. Here it says, permanently. From that day on, they never changed. I- okay. It says, in team sports, Adam. Yes. You know all about that. Some the one, number some. often referred to as the uniform number, squad number, jersey number, shirt number, or sweater number, uh-huh. with such naming differences varying by sport and region, sure, is known, is the number worn on a player's uniform to identify and distinguish each player, Adam. Oh. And sometimes others, such as coaches and officials, from others wearing the same or similar uniforms, Adam.
2: So they had numbers Mm -hmm. before, but did they not correspond to a particular player? Like Babe Ruth could have taken number six one day instead of number
1: three? It's funny you mentioned that. Now check this out. An International Federation of Soccer, Adam.
2: Right. History
1: and Statistics, an organization of Association Football Historians, Mm -hmm. traces the origin back to 1911, Adam. All right. 18 years? There you go. The Australian Adam. Okay. Football match in Sydney, although kind of obscure, had photographic evidence, Adam, that numbers were being used in Australia. That I was guess the first recorded so the Aussies, use of numbers since uh, Australia was a penile colony. Oh, they yeah. could have been. They all had numbers anyway. <laughs> they had numbers
2: anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand. Adam, we hadn't taken a jab at Australia yet. In this, this is the first one. We had to go for it, Adam. There was no way. That was cheap. (laughs) Back to baseball, Adam, okay? In the early years, teams did not wear uniform numbers. Teams experimented with uniform numbers during the first two decades of the 20th century. The first major league team to use them being the Cleveland Indians, Adam, in 1916, Adam, Okay. which used them on their sleeves for the next uh, few weeks before abandoning, Adam, the experiment. Hmm. Again, in 1923, the St. Louis Cardinals, Adam, my team, by the way, they got a big fat zero last night, 5-0, to zero, they lost against Miami. <laughs> not last night, Thursday night. They were playing, playing last night in Cincinnati, I believe. Uh, <laughs> tried out uniforms with small numbers on the sleeves, but the players did not like them, and they were removed. In 1929, Major League Baseball season, both the New York Yankees and the Cleveland Indians put numbers on their jerseys mm-hmm. instead of on their shoulders. Uh, the first two teams to do so, beginning a trend in which completed by 1937. So it didn't take on immediately. It took like six years. In 1929, the New York Yankees handed out uniform you know, numbers based at them mm-hmm. on the player's position in the batting order. Oh, there you go. Corresponding to yeah, the number position. See. Oh. see how that's you get That's genius. It. Yeah, you see that?
2: <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> I like that one. You like that, huh? Yeah.
1: I knew you eventually catch on with me <laughs>
2: <So>. <laughs> I like to learn things
1: you know it just took that long though but from when it first started 20 years I can I see where they need the numbers you know especially in fast paced sports is definitely
2: baseball I didn't see a lot of reason for it but then all those Yankees from those early years they started retiring all those numbers so yeah, says, they're uh, going to so have to get up to three digits here pretty soon
1: It's uh so handing them out in the batting order that's why Babe Ruth and Lou Garrett were Numbers three and four, Adam. Mm, You get that? Got it. They batted third and fourth respectively that season. Uh, Numbers one through eight were assigned to the regular starters at their respective batting order positions. Numbers nine and ten were assigned to the Yankees. Two backup catchers while pitchers and backup fielders were assigned higher
2: numbers, Adam. This is probably due to the fact that Babe Ruth was probably hung over. So if he saw number two going up to the the plate, he'd say, oh, shit, I better get my stuff. I'm I'm three. I'm I'm next. If he saw number two, he would be saying, oh, shit.
1: (laughs) It has always been the case that most uh, fundamentally players choose their own numbers for personal reasons, Adam. Okay. Or accept number assigned by the team. Exceptional cases have always abundant, so...
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you have the ones that are
2: retired. Yes.
1: Yes. That number's so famous that... Nobody else can wear it. Nobody else can wear it. An example of that is Roberto Clemente, number 21.
2: Okay, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Pittsburgh Pirates. Pittsburgh Pirates, got it. So that's one. That I believe I we brought up before, Jackie Robinson, I think, yes. his 42, is retired yes. league-wide, mm-hmm. I think. That's, oh. that's significant. Mm-hmm. So there goes some of that history of why numbers are being wow. used. Isn't that something? That's, that's very that's interesting. pretty cool. Yes. Today, today,
1: today in rock history, on the Time and Adam Hartley
0: Podcast.
2: Adam, <laughs> <laughs> you ready for cover? Whoa, I'm trying to run for cover now.
1: Adam, that's quiet right, baby? that It you is. keep that playing i mean no 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 do no, do no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> quiet riot man it's yeah. off of uh, uh what is it uh mental health yeah mhm i think you're right run for cover they had a good good songs I, I i did i enjoyed quiet riot quite a bit so you're a yeah. pretty big fan of them i think i was a huge fan but yeah i was still a fan yeah Mm-hmm. And rock history is brought to you from the pages of history.com, todayandmusicadam.com.
2: Okay, sure, yeah. sure, sure.
1: SongfactsHistory.com, and our new one, ClassicBands.com. All right. Yes. On April the 13th, 1975, the Ramones released their Epomius. <laughs> Did I say that one right? <laughs> Eponymous. Eponymous. How do you say that one? I don't know. It's the it's the original album, the debut album. Oh, okay. They're Impalas. <laughs> Adam, their debut album, Adam. There it is. There it is right there, and I think it was named for them. The front cover Adam, run for cover, get it? Mm, yes. Depicts the band member standing in line leaning against a brick wall, Adam. Good. Taken by a photographer by the name of Roberta Bailey. The cover Adam of that album, yes, was ranked number 58. In the Rolling Stones' list of one hundred greatest album covers, I think the Rolling Stones has some bullshit
2: list. Why? Know why is that so so great? If you just you're standing in front of a brick wall, it has to be the significance of the album itself conveys to the cover. It doesn't make the cover so freaking great. Otherwise, it'd be all these artistic yes album covers with all their orbs and shit that they have all there. I
1: think, and this is just me, mm. you have to put yourself. You have to go into the context of what history was at the time. You have today the imagery out on the uh, on the web either through social media which is the main outlet for this kind of publicity and promotion and stuff like that. So normally you'll have the actual picture of the artist itself because that's how their face becomes familiar and their product becomes familiar. Back then you had to go to the record store at. Mm. So you had to have these kind of covers that would at least stand out yes and you know catch the attention or capture maybe the imagination of, of the consumer. Maybe that's why it that one sticks out
2: for some reason. Because, because you, you dudes got, are standing in front of a brick wall?
1: You could have what it could have been happening at that time. Because you know trends. These uh, record companies, they're going to follow whatever trend is. So if, it could be that everybody, and I didn't research it that deeply, to say that maybe there were some really extravagant, I don't know, eccentric covers. And here was just these guys standing in front of a brick wall with these leather jackets, no big deal. We're just standing here doing nothing. We're the Ramones. That longevity was something about them.
2: <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's where, you know, since this is their initial Adam, the Eponymous. <laughs> Were they there at the the beginning of the punk scene? Oh, uh, yeah. So that could be it too.
1: <laughs> Adam, the best part of this uh, segment was the Quiet Riot song. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> 1, two, three, four. This weekend Oh yeah yes, Adam Yes, Tommy. This week, Adam, in Kistory, baby.
2: It's history time.
1: You know it, baby. 1975, April the 13th, 1975.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Kiss played, Adam, the yes. Kobo Arena. Kobo? Where's the Kobo Arena? That is in Detroit, Michigan, oh. Adam. Oh, boy. Detroit Rock City, oh, baby. That's,
2: that's one of the hot spots. That's
1: right. Recording for some of their live, Adam, that's- album.
2: <laughs> that's, that's probably their most iconic album of all time, I would the, imagine. Their first gold album, it says here at mm, In mm. September,
1: Bob Seger, Adam, also recorded two concerts in the Kobo uh, Arena for live bullet. So I guess there's... So that's a popular a, place. And it's also his first gold album. So I guess the Cobo Arena, in a, a certain ways, maybe that's how Detroit Rock City comes about, maybe. maybe. You know, just as the moniker, Detroit Rock City.
2: But built that on the image that came from the KISS album. Was that where it started, or was there something before that predated KISS?
1: I know that obviously, uh, KISS has a good history uh, with Detroit. Uh, I think their fan club came out of the Midwest as well, the very first, the KISS Army one. If It was either Michigan or Indiana. So, you know, the Midwest actually uh, embraced well mm. KISS, and it had to be just because of their road dog days. Okay, the bigger, badder, big balls explosion shows that they would put on. Mm-hmm. Their music wasn't the best; it wasn't like a orchestral or anything like that. But it was just pure bombastic rock and roll. Yeah, and you know, add the shenanigans and of the, all the, the showmanship. The, all the showmanship, boom, and there you go. You're building the fan base again. When was not American Idol the one putting you in every single living room in America? Mm-hmm. This is how these guys uh, cut their teeth.
2: You had to get in the van and, and drive down the road yes. and hit the next town, put on your show
1: if you read a lot of these kiss books like I have you'll hear some raunchy ass stories of people not wanting to bathe and shit like that
2: they had to move on
1: to the next venue yeah they're throwing skeezers into these hotels, and you know. or the story of Rush, you know, where they wanted to play video games versus the, <laughs> versus partake. They didn't. Have, they didn't have the and same. And the
2: debauchery of rock and roll. Yeah, they didn't have the same uh, goals in mind. Yeah, no, they did
1: not. <laughs> I guess that's where Detroit makes this connection, because you would think, wow, you know, why isn't L.A. rock city? L.A.'s
2: too it. laid back, though, right? I don't. I feel like
1: L.A.'s kind of chill. You're talking about what the '70s. You have these tours coming in through town. Uh, I would say that in the bigger cities, L.A., Chicago, New York, Miami, Dallas, there is a place to go and rock and roll every single night. You know, yeah. I would say that Detroit in that time, maybe I would say it was more either church or some kind of jazz club or some R&B club would be the the, the mainstay maybe say seven days a week. And I'm speculating here. I don't know. Hmm. So you have these other shows come in and, you know, what are we going to do? We're going to fill these arenas because this is the people that I want to see. We don't get a chance to see these guys mm. on a regular basis. You got to
2: jump on that opportunity when yes. they show up. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you're hungry. You know, you're very appreciative of, of these acts coming through town. I mean, come on, Bob Seeger. Even though he's a Michigan native, mm-hmm. I remember that we covered Adam and Bob Seger and lyrics that lyrics blow of, your mind. Yeah, he blew our minds. He's <laughs> one he, of the first to blow our he's, minds. He's the first one to blew us away. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, did you get my note to go down to see the? Uh,
2: the yes, yes, and okay. I still have to make a connection with all another right. person okay. to try to get a day off to go to do kind of a all switchy. Okay. Okay, good
1: deal. So let's 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 discuss that later. So there's a little there kiss history. I had some time on my hand Adam and uh, mm-hmm. I had uh, was getting some emails and some other stuff coming in through my messenger and whatnot so let me let me send you this real quick so you could take a look at it adam it is adam right. got to have rock and roll adam. Okay. it's a catalog
2: adam well if you were like shopping for things yeah so- adam it's an auction kind well, oh would- so it's like one of a kind type item yeah, like, like an ebay rock and That's roll right. ebay yes you got to have it oh shit it says.
1: yeah all right pretty cool i would save it if i were you save it on your favorites adam <laughs> Okay. I doubt that you'll buy anything off of that. it well, depends. I would let me have look been at these, tempted
2: these, at him. Let me look at these prices, real fast. Well,
1: the first item, Adam, before you look at it, okay, uh, is a Kiss Ace Fraley Adam, nineteen fifty-seven original Adam Gibson.
2: Okay. Les Paul. Have you found it oh, yet? Oh, I see. The minimum bid is one hundred and fifty k. Yeah. How about- many
1: bids of the as of this moment, Adam? Uh, one oh okay so it went up it went up
2: from the last since the last time i see one bid. there's the the next item is a different ace freely what is that 19 oh it's a 96 reunion tour concert played gibson les paul but it's minimum bid is 120,000. no bids on it yet <laughs> adam check this one out i don't know if you could go
1: down a little bit further down on there it was okay. this kiss logo original artwork 1973 hand-drawn and designed by Ace Fraley. So it is the Kiss logo Adam. Uh-huh. Formerly Adam. Formally owned by Mr Ace Fraley himself.
2: This is like the drawing of your restroom. <laughs> this is what this is. This is this is an image on graph paper. It's an image on graph paper with the letters "kiss" <laughs> in one form. Yes, there's a little a the, diamond over a, the eye. A diamond
1: dot, Adam. And yes. there's lips
2: underneath the word "kiss." Yeah, and it's gets cut into a jagged circle. Adam, what? What is, is the
1: minimum bid on that? Minimum
2: bid fifty thousand. What is it expected out of it? What's the estimate? The estimate of? is between 75 and 100K. How many beans does it wow. have? It has nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nothing yet. I hate minimum bid, Adam. Oh my! Because God. I would have put a five cents on this one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this was at it's the hand. It's still cool.
1: It's very cool. Is I this think. all
2: Ace freely uh, uh, associated a stuff? A lot
1: of it has to do knickknacks here and there. Not every single item is that price. Whew. There's some other ones that are ten thousand dollars. Some that are seven thousand oh. dollars. And I think, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's easy. It's, it's very kind of ludicrous. But I would say that there's fandom for them.
2: There's a Kiss Paul Stanley concert stage worn white fire helmet. <laughs> From the Dynasty Tour, 1979. Minimum bid, $6,000. Yeah, how many bids does that one have? None of them yet. Hmm. It's been on there for a while, Adam. Yes, you've been yeah, looking at it? Uh, you've yes. been eyeballing
1: it, waiting for uh, it to go yeah, down? Course, yeah, <laughs> it's like a minimum bid. You know? $2, I'm ready to do that. <laughs> yeah, Adam, and this is this week's Adam kiss You know Let me cut myself down.
2: I don't know if you can while this is playing.
1: Oh. Let's listen to it. Yeah! We take it too much for granted! <laughs> <laughs> <And> also- <laughs>
0: Oh, Oh, Adam,
1: mental gods. Mental gods. Wow. Gosito's finally on it. (laughs) (laughs) Some of these new bits, Adam, have thrown them off a little bit. He knows
2: when to throw this stuff in here to to spike your energy.
1: Oh, no kidding. He was like, you were drained by the 75 Gs. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, Adam, Judas Priest, Adam. Yes. April the 14th of 1980. Mm Mm-hmm. I had just turned fifteen years old. One five Adam. Whoa. <laughs> uh-huh. Judas Priest released Adam. British Steel. Oh. A metal landmark containing the tracks Living After Midnight and Breaking
2: the Law. Breaking the however, law.
1: however, uh-huh. Adam, yeah, okay. this entire album. From top to bottom.
2: Chocolate block filled.
1: It's permeated, Adam. It's saturated.
2: Saturated. With See, the
1: nutrients of metal. It's oozing out. It's the me- metal everywhere, out of it.
2: Liquid mercury is dripping out of the side oh. of your CD case.
1: Adam, Adam, yes. Adam, Adam, Adam. I saw yeah. British Steel in its entirety performed at the St. Charles Family Arena. It was one of those I anniversary say, tours? Yeah. Uh, 2009, something like that. 2009, 2010, 2008. can't remember. Mm-hmm. That's when I was living there. Oh. What a night that was, man. When Gocito played like that. 25 first... years or something? Yeah,
2: yeah probably. When
1: Gocito played the initial Metal Gods Live, yes. I closed my eyes, Adam.
2: You're transported.
1: I was transported immediately because I saw Judas Priest as a team, by the way.
2: Oh. In Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico.
1: I could close my eyes, Adam, and what I could see is all the lights flashing mm-hmm. as the thunder, Adam, of the
2: drums. And the groove of the bass is going. Now, did you have any of the LSD at that point? Oh,
1: Adam, let me, let me, what were the descriptions?
2: <laughs> it sounds like an LSD trip right Th- There now. was a lot of colors, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> but this was
1: all infused by the love that I have for metal. Oh, okay. The excitement. You've been next to me, Adam. This you has... sat next to me at rock concerts.
2: You see how I get. You went to to this concert, and you had a certain level of expectation, and your expectations were exceeded oh. <laughs> by what you saw that night by millions of miles. No wonder it's made it they, such an everybody was original, with the exception I
1: want to say the drummer, I can't remember exactly, but Glenn Tipton was still there, Kiki Downing, you know all these guys, mm-hmm. and with obviously with the voice of Judas Priest, Mr. Rob Halford, yes. You know, this wonderful record, Adam. Mm-hmm. Sure, it has Living After Midnight and Breaking the Law,
2: Adam. All-time classic.
1: First of all, let's go ahead and talk about this real quick. So this time, okay. Judas Priest abandoned dark lyrical themes. They had been prominent in their previous releases, Adam. Okay. Some of them still remain, but to an effect, this was a more radio-friendly, radio-friendly. album. Radio-friendly, got right, it, got, yeah, it so, got it. So in June of 2017, appearance in serious Radio, uh, podcast Rolling Stone Music. Now Rob Halford said the band may have been inspired, Adam, by ACDC on some of the tracks after supporting them on their European tour the year before, in 1979. Mm, okay. I guess that's where, in a ways, when you look back and you actually go through them real quick. Uh, by the way, Adam, usually I recommend that you listen to the KISS album. Going back to you're not going to do that today. No, I'm going to recommend you listen to British, British Steel, Steel, or maybe the next one coming out, Adam. But re- right now, oh, okay. I'll leave that uh, up to you. Okay, I would go with British Steel just to just FYI. Okay, got it, got it, got it. So again, we mentioned breaking the law, rapid fire, Adam. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. Metal gods. Now grinder. Grinder, <laughs> uh,
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I want to beat.
2: And not it's not the app. <laughs> this is not the app we're talking about. This is long, decades uh, before the app. Uh, <laughs> it's not what we're talking uh, about.
1: Okay, okay, stop it. Stop it, stop it. Go see, let's see if you can find Grinder real quick. Just go on to YouTube Music. There you go. Do you hear the? Uh, do you hear the? Uh, do you hear the dc influence in there? Oh kinda? yeah, 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 You get yeah. it off like that. Yeah,
2: if you're saying that, yeah.
1: So this is what I was trying to tell you. So turn it down a little bit more. This is what I was trying to tell you. You know how you go sometimes? Uh, you go a long while without listening to X or Y album or X or Y song. Could be sometimes years. Mm-hmm. And if somebody gives you the name of them or they try to put you on the spot, it doesn't come to you. But once you hear this again.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: For (laughs) meat. All you can can eat.
1: (laughs) Right, they're looking for meat, Adam. That's that's what (laughs) we're doing. I think we do that on the third birthday, Adam. But you see what I'm saying? That's right. It just comes right back to you, man. Yeah, like, it does. Oh. I'm like, ah, oh, what a great album. You can go get and take it down now, Tila. but yeah. <laughs> oh, Living After the Midnight, Adam, uh, you don't have to be old to be wise. Okay. to try to find that one, too. This one has the same two choruses, Adam. You don't have to be old to be wise. Mm-hmm. And it has the chorus one way. All right, there you go. Mm-hmm. And then it has the chorus a second way, which is the second time. It always reminds me of Motley Crue's, uh, 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 God, uh, uh she got the look that kills. So say so you just, okay, uh, if you push it up a little bit further, when he goes into the, into the chorus. So this is the regular chorus right here.
0: <laughs> oh, okay and,
1: okay because you just let it play for a little bit more but this is the tradition this, this is the classic Adam the classic Rob Halford uh, metal screen okay and, you know his uh you don't have to be old to be wise uh, becomes elongated the wise which will take a whole less than a microsecond to to uh, yeah <laughs> to pronounce. He'll take it for another
2: thirty seconds, three and a half minutes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds so cool. <laughs> and you know, oh, Rob Halford immediately. <laughs> but then, uh, go, go and go, see, cut it and go to the next, to the next, uh, to the next chorus. So it has that kind of, you know, we've spoken about. We uh, We've spoken about uh, songs that have uh, different guitar solos du- during their their. Mm-hmm. their bridge and this and the other in the song this one has two types of choruses so it has the chorus this way we just discussed and then it's going to come up the second part towards the end of it so it's you don't have to be a, to be wise so uh, anyway hmm. check it out check it out check it. out, it's coming up this should have been significant uh this should have been lyric that blew you away <laughs> That's what I remember about the damn song. <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm. Cool or what, man? That's yes, good stuff. Good stuff. <sighs> Definitely listening to that yeah, on the I mean,
1: Oh, Adam!
2: <laughs> the heat. We the need to take five in here.
1: Adam, the heat of
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> the
1: heat of my computer. The heat of your computers and, <laughs> and uh, two extra tablets. Uh, yes. <laughs> Adam, and also The Rage. Adam and Steeler are also on that. Adam, The Rage, when you listen to The Rage, that's where you're going to hear some funk on the bass. Ooh. So yeah, just go ahead and, and listen to when you go home. Okay. We, we got to keep on going, Adam. <laughs> oh, no. I just saw what we got coming up next. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I may not survive the day, Adam. I have a heart attack today.
2: <laughs> well, let's see. What, is, what do we have today? Oh. Steeler, hit it. Get it now. Oh, mm-hmm. Oh, adam I'm gonna be riding to this with my girl Kendall. Yes!
1: Adam! Iron Maiden. And Children of the damn. This is one of my favorite songs. This is one of my songs!
2: <laughs> Little doubt that this is one of your songs. And
1: hey, this is another way you can't. You'll forget about it, but then when you, you listen to it, the lyrics will come right back to you a little bit here and there. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah. We've, we've seen this. Saw it live. We saw this live. So listen. God knows he
0: wants
1: to go. That's
2: just crazy. That's just
1: crazy, crazy, crazy. Oh, we saw this in Oklahoma
2: City, after. Yes, we oh, did. Oh, God, Jesus. Lo, those many years ago.
1: Oh. Uh, I'm sure our, uh, our listeners have gone away. Hopefully, hopefully they, fast they fast forward. There's songs, Adam, and there's, there's just songs that this happens to you. Godzilla is hitting the hot man, spots today. Jeez, thanks, Godzilla, man. Jesus, that's great. It's almost too uplifting. Oh. <laughs> it's almost yeah. brought everything to a stop. Oh. We gave you the props, yeah. we gave you the props, okay. Anyway, Adam, 1982, Adam. Just two years later, Adam, on April the 10th, 1982, Adam, Iron Maiden scored their first UK number one album mm. with guess what? what? Number, number of, of the Beast. beast. Numero de la Bestia, baby. Mm. <laughs> Here's another one. We can't go through this twice. So let me... <sighs> the band's third studio album, Adam, That's right. saw the debut of Vocalist. Vocalist. vocalist sure. You know that, right? That's now. right. Came into it, right? This was their first album to reach number one in the U.K. charts and certified platinum Adam, Mm -hmm. one million in the U.S. Okay. Of course. Sure. There's just no way around it, Adam. Invaders. Invaders!
2: (laughs) 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 We don't have to play these songs. Oh, God, Jesus. You can just handle
1: it. it. This one we just heard right there, uh, you know, the General of the Damned, the (laughs) Prisoner, 22 Acadia Avenue, or Acacia. Acacia. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Number of the beast. Why even try with that one, right? Mm-hmm. Run to, run the, to hills. the hills. We've, we've spoken that. I think we featured this one probably when we did significant albums, and we've already talked about the uh, galloping on, you know, Run to the Hills, mm. Gangland. Mm. Oh yeah. And Adam, even though Children of the Dam is one of my favorite Iron Maiden songs of all time, Hollowed be thy name
2: is also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and we were unable oh, to see that. I know. Be- because there was like some legal mumbo-jumbo that was happening at the time, and they didn't—they yes. weren't performing it in concert at the time. They were still in some copyright issues here That's and there. That's right. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Hollowed be that name, Adam, has remained almost in the band's set list since it's exception, Adam. With the exception <laughs> of with, us. With the of our <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> it's a tale of a prisoner, Adam, about to be hanged. Yes, so. it is. The uh, I think the 22 Acacia Street is
2: uh, about hookers. <laughs> Is it?
1: I think so, yeah, if I remember correctly. You
2: may have to about listen. killing hookers or uh, y- using them for their purpose. Could be either one, <laughs> but
1: I'm all sure because it talks about red lights. Anyway, I haven't heard it in a long uh, time. Yeah. So a lot of them is about killing. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, number of the beast was born, Adam. Oh, wow. Stay. It's awesome. It, it's a great. <laughs> let's keep the hits a rolling. Yes. Settle down, class. It's this week's Rockin' Higher Education lesson. On Led Zeppelin 101 with Professor Adam Lee.
2: idea what this is?
1: First of all, Adam, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Led Zeppelin me, baby.
2: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I know what this one is, The Ocean. The ocean. <laughs> that song is called Sons of Freedom. Woo! On uh, April 21, 1998, Walking Into Clarksdale was released, marking the first full album of new material delivered from the prolific pairing of Jimmy Page and Robert Plant in nearly two decades. Mm. Four years earlier, an MTV special was incentive for the duo to reconstruct some old classics and introduce a handful of new originals. A subsequent tour was a success, and the conditions were ripe for further collaboration. The album title is in reference to Clarksdale, Mississippi, a town considered to be the birthplace of the blues. The point of origin that ignited a spark of inspiration in two young men years earlier and the span of an ocean away. The tracks included on Walking Into Clarksdale seem to touch on those blues roots but lean more to the Moroccan rhythms they experienced during their travel there in the mid 70s. The song Most High draws significantly from this eastern string and percussion influence. It was well received winning the best hard rock performance Grammy Another song, please read the letter, was later re-recorded by Plant with Alison Krauss and went on to win the Record of the Year Grammy in 2009. Ooh. The point of this is to imply that the writing and substance these grizzled veteran rockers generated hit notes able to resonate with this later generation. The tour following the album's release crossed America and Europe. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! The remaining legs covered the rest, covering the rest of the globe, were unfortunately canceled when Robert Plant became disillusioned with playing a character he could no longer identify with. The weight of sharing the stage with Paige every night meant he'd be required to take up the facade and forego the new musical avenues he wished to explore. Walking into Clarksdale was a fine status update, checking in on our friends from years gone by, and for a time, they got on quite well. Wow, Adam. You and
1: I experienced, Adam, the, uh, the uh, Page Plant tour in different venues. You did yours in Las Cruces, New Mexico,
2: Adam. Las Cruces, New Mexico. I also yeah, saw yeah, them yeah. in uh, Charlotte, <laughs> North Carolina as well. Mm. So yeah, I saw them on both tours. They toured behind that MTV special and that No Quarter album that they released. And then they wrote this album, and then they, they toured America and Europe after that. And I got to see them in I Charlotte. I saw them in Charlotte. In 1998, 1999,
1: yeah. I was there. I was at uh, Fort Jackson. I was doing my, I want to say, B-Knock. I,
2: I traveled from uh, Bragg? Bragg to Charlotte. We were at the same show. We were at the same damn show. Is this the one where the, the violinist that opened the show?
1: Dude, I can't remember. It's a long time. I really was into the uh, Zeppelin uh, remakes is what I was there for. Yeah, know. You know, you were talking about Allison Cross Real quick, what's the connection there? I mean, he really loves singing with her, man. Collaborating with her. What's the history
2: behind that? Maybe something for the future if it's too long. Uh, I don't... <clears throat> he has wanted to branch out into different realms and era, era, areas in music. Mm-hmm. And she leans in a, in a country way. She has a voice in a certain register that mixes well with his. Mm. And they really don't write new material. They're reworking older songs and they're rearranging them. I think they get with T-Bone Burnett is like the producer and he, he gives it a new arrangement. They put their own little twist on it. You know, they sing their parts. Yeah, because Robert Plant is synonymous with Alison Krauss post Zeppelin. Could- no, he did that one album. It was huge in that it was critically acclaimed and, you know, it won a bunch of awards. And
1: I want to say it came out of the, in the rock <clears throat> news not too long ago, too, something he was doing with it. That's why yes, I asked.
2: Yes, they almost uh, seven, eight years later on, they got, finally got back together and they put a new collection of old reworked okay. songs together just to see if they could get that same magic back, see if they can explore something new and put something well, interesting okay. out just, there. So I thought I'd just ask that real quick.
1: Thank you, Adam. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. I've been Zeppelin'. <laughs> I love being Zeppelin'. Well, I hope so. It sounds naughty. <laughs> okay, good night. That's it. Speaking of naughty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Whoa! Yeah. Who do we have there? This is Courtney Love. No way! Belittling a couple of uh, concert goers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is little Miss Dutch bitch mad because I fucked Trent?
2: Wow! Holy
1: gosh! Is what? she
0: mad because I fucked Brad Pitt? What? Is she mad? because I a song? I fucked Evan? Is she mad because I, I married Kurt? Mm. Well, tough shit, you ugly fat
1: guy! Oh my gosh! <laughs> <couldn't even laughs> She went to town on him, Adam. Yeah, really. Was that, where was this in? Uh, okay, I'm going to go right here. Adam. I paid, you paid.
2: I my contract. She's still going. Go fuck She's not Oh <laughs> Adam, we don't have it all night for that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this don't.
0: You have way too much gonna... go
2: fuck yourself. Wow. <laughs> She's going to tell him that Kurt hates this town. She hates this town. Oh, oh wow. wow That's
1: good stuff. This is a anyway, 2002, Adam. I love where Godzilla finds these things on yeah, YouTube, I know. Adam. So anyway, on April the 20th, 2002, Adam, in the dispute over who owned the rights to Nirvana's recording, former members Dave Grohl and Kirst Novoselic asked the Seattle court to prove that Courtney Love was mentally stable.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: if we listen to this tape, <laughs> I think we have an argument contrary to that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow! No,
1: I would say that this supports their uh, To prove that she was mentally stable
2: Oh, I mean contrary <laughs> to her mental stability <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. But They told the court that love was irrational Mercurial, self-centered, unmanageable, inconsistent And unpredictable, Adam they yes. also claimed the contract wasn't valid
2: because Love was stoned at the time. You can't sign a contract when you're stoned? I guess not. What about the LSD? <laughs> Can we <laughs> use the LSD? Oh, Adam, you
1: love that LSD. <laughs> Usually we come back to the national day of. You keep coming back to the LSD, Adam. <laughs> Man, I'm not a huge Courtney Love fan by any means. Uh, I've heard whole live a couple of times. You know, here and there, you know, even the TV or, you
2: know, just perusing through YouTube or whatever. It's not bad. I like it. I think they had one album that was really pretty, fairly good. I don't know. And she had a couple of acting jobs where she did pretty good. She did. She was on She was in the Larry Flint movie. That's true. Yeah. She did a good job there, too. Yeah. I think so. (laughs) So she could hold it together for a little while. A few weeks, anyway. Keep it clean.
1: (laughs) Nah, bro, you you see me, bro? I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. Let's get started. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast, historic hip hop rapizzle moment. Yo.
2: Wow What's up What's up Tommy
1: Oh Luna That's what this is Adam (laughs) Adam, that's a callback. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Listen to <casino>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, He's a fan of this. <laughs>
1: that's, I'm talking,
2: he's saying move, bitch. That's a lot of booty shaking.
1: Gosselo, <laughs> <laughs> break that down, damn it. <laughs> Adam. Yes. Do you have your hip-hop rapizzle dictionary, Adam? Oh, with all the Zs? <laughs>
2: That's why. Well, then, and what other conversions do we supposed to make? There's Z's, add a lot of L's. Oh. No, you add a lot of Izzles. Izzle. It's just O. Yeah. There's uh,
1: Z's and Izzles, I think, oh, okay. is the, and it starts double Z's. The hip hop or the rap Izzle dictionary atom starts from the Z instead of with the A. So oh. <laughs> that's how that. It's ninety percent Z. That's that's how that works out. <laughs> Got it. Out of two thousand and fifteen. All right, all is that right. shit still playing Gosil Turn? Yeah, still on. going. Okay. I mean, is that music still playing? <laughs> move, bitch, turn it off. No. <laughs> Why would he tell her to move in that fashion? Can't you say excuse me, please? You know, I mean, so I was actually, like, if you go
2: into the dictionary, <laughs> I was actually I came across this song. Go ahead. I came across this song. Okay. And it was in my head. And I was carrying in groceries from Sam's <laughs> and I had two of those, uh, 40 the, packs the of boxes waters and the boxes and the boxes. Uh, I had two 40 packs of waters with a, with a laundry detergent on top oh. and I was taking it downstairs to the little storage area Right. and my daughter was uh, going to help me. She's going to like open the door to the downstairs and I was walking and she said, move, I'll go get the door for you. <laughs> and what I heard in my head was move, bitch, get out the way. <laughs> You've been
0: biatched
1: by, by Abby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did she offer to back slap you?
2: And I'd hold my head that way too. Oh. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bring it back. She yeah.
1: says, Abby, she's going to pimp slap you.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> 2015.
2: Let right. me my dictionary. <laughs> I
1: don't think you're going to need a lot of it. April the 16th, 2015. That was ludicrous, yeah. it's his move, bitch, get out the way. That's what it's like. <laughs> yeah. So, so I guess if moving, bitch, doesn't get you going in the right direction, get out the way would be the second part where it says, listen. Yeah. This is the order to move. Yeah. Then, which is get out the way and then the third part would be the slap Adam just FYI <laughs> just,
2: just FYI if you don't respond fast <laughs> enough that's in the your slap uh, that's coming. in
1: your hip hop uh, hizzle okay. uh, dictionary right there as a matter of fact anyway J. Cole Adam Alicia Keys Chance the Rapper
2: yeah,
1: Luda Chris Adam Nicki Minaj and a guy called Whale or Wally Wale. Wale, that's what it is. Is there is there an accent mark over the Uh, E? I think so, yes. Okay. (laughs) What is it now? Oh man. Adam, you're getting hip hop (laughs) fizzled. That's right. Damn. I'm feeling good. (laughs) Attended Adam. A White House sit-down. What year is this? With 2015 Adam. Okay. (laughs) What year do you think it's gonna be? I was wondering if, it, if it's that recent. You might, you Adam, know. it wasn't the beginning of hip-hop in 1984,
2: Adam. It sure the hell wasn't the Bush years either. They weren't going to go there for the quarter pounders with cheese. <laughs> okay. All right.
1: uh, he, president Barack Obama, Adam, uh-huh. to discuss criminal justice reform oh. and my brother's keeper
2: initiative, Adam. Okay. I don't know what that is, but what did they solve? These rappers and singers and the president.
1: I don't. Know, if I look at the news nowadays, I don't think they, uh, they <laughs> not never, <laughs> much. Yeah. have resolved because they killed the juicy guy. <laughs> was wasn't juicy? juicy juice or something like that? I forgot. Jay explained that to us juicy. a couple of years ago.
2: Uh, the the rapper that nobody ever heard of until he died, and then oh my god, it was a it was a travesty. Mm-hmm. L. A. guy. Yeah, yeah. Was he juicy juice? No, it was one of those
1: guys, dude. I don't know what it was. That, I know that's that. my
2: that's my fake orange drink that I have in the morning. It's juicy juice. <laughs>
1: Anyway, Adam, they were going to discuss criminal justice reform.
2: Now, that's Kim Kardashian's job. <laughs>
0: okay.
2: Because she is I think she's in law lawyer training, mm-hmm. lawyer in law school, and she's the uh, she lobbied uh, Trump to get people uh, taken did, off of yeah. death row or whatever or not executed or whatever yeah, that one Related. lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's Kim Kardashian's job now. So maybe these guys were the preamble to getting Kim Kardashian that job. Right. That was the first step. And then she's she's the big hammer that comes in. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Two so, big hammers.
1: So if you take, if they're going to do, if they're going <laughs> to... Right to do a, a serious uh, history segment here. <laughs> okay. right. I finally found something that's not killing or death or, you know, I finally found something positive. Positive, yes, positive, exactly. <laughs>
2: positive.
1: Mental talks about devil and sacrifices right. and shit. Right. You know, this is something that's, you know, you're going to talk about a guy who has a, has a song that says, move, bitch, get out the way. They're going to talk about criminal justice reform. Okay.
2: <laughs> uh, I, 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 uh, message received.
1: Uh, so, criminal justice on that the lyric out would be the same thing. You're in line in prison.
2: That's like when a policeman's in pursuit and he's going down the crowded sidewalk. Oh my Move, god! Move, bitch, get out of the way! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stop it! Adam, we can't go any further down. Oh.
0: <laughs> that was yeah. the, that was the hip hop oh, rap is a little bit
1: out of. Uh. Oh, wow! <laughs> wow, that woke me up. <laughs> oh, woke me up with my stupor of laughter.
0: Oh, wow! I don't
2: know what have we got there. We were just talking about criminal justice. Now we're talking about spiritual justice. This is the song, The Vatican, by Separatura, from Brazil. Separatura! (laughs) Wow. You think they're Uh, (laughs) pro-Vatican? Let me check the lyrical content. (laughs) All right, Adam. Oh, wow. Sadistic, pedophile, abusers. Nope, nope, no, I guess not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They want death for them. (laughs) They're pro-Vatican. I mean, they're trying to help them out, clean it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you got, you got some problems in there. 2010. April the 2010. The Vatican's official newspaper, Adam, Le Sorbetore Romano, the hey. Roman observer, Adam. That's what Ooh. that translates to. Okay. Published a story praising the Beatles and saying that it forgave John Lennon for his 1966 comment that the group was bigger than Jesus. We're More popular How- than...
2: We're more popular than Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs>
1: how how big of the Vatican Adam to How many uh, decades did
2: it take for him to forget it? Uh, <laughs>
1: let me see two thousand and ten. I would say forty something years, 30, maybe fifty little, years? Yeah, yeah
2: probably. Okay. Wow, well, that's what, nice. You know, how big of them?
1: I mean, I, next thing would have been a beatification. Yeah, they they could have made him Saint John. Well, aren't they? Aren't they in the
2: business of forgiving <laughs> Saint John Lennon? I would. So, I would hope so. Yeah, <laughs> shouldn't that have happened yes. maybe a long time ago? Yes, I think that's what they wanted
1: from Sepultura once they figured out that Sepultura wanted their heads. And how
2: thick is the stack of papers on their desk when they finally get to that? It's like. Let me get this one. Oh, 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 it's John Lennon.
1: (laughs) 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 Okay, we'll forgive him. 1966, at the height of Beatlemania. We all know that he did not know which would die out first, Christianity, Adam, or rock and roll. (laughs) How dare him? Well, they're both waning a little bit. <laughs> Jesus, I did not say that. It was Adam. <laughs> just just want you to know that we might had some spiritual stuff later on. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Ooh, say the lie. Adam.
2: Let me
1: hear.
2: Let me hear you do those Ronnie James Dio oh, notes. Oh, no, Adam We're trying to booster our... our, our,
1: Well, there's lightning! (laughs) Adam. Wow. Black Sabbath singer, Adam. Mm -hmm. Rainbow singer. Elf singer. Mm -hmm. Dio singer, Adam. Heaven and hell singer. Yes. Founder of Hearing Aid, We Are Stars.
2: Yes, we learned that last time. <laughs> last episode, I believe.
1: Ronnie James Dio Adam succumbed to stomach cancer uh, at age 68, Adam, on April the 16th, 2010. And the timing Adam Hart today podcast will always, Adam, have something to commemorate that. So, yes. Rest in peace, Ronnie. We will give him James. our own metal, metal salute. salute right now, yes. Yes. Adam. Okay. It's all live tonight, Adam. Driving rum, driving drums. Here. It's all live. Very cool song, by the way. What is it about? That is cheap trick, Adam. Tax man! Mr. Thief. Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: that ain't no lie. We went from the from the Vatican from Tax Both are taxmen, by the way.
2: Yeah, Woo. it was just uh, last week I had to say to the wife. How many thousands of dollars do we have in the bank? Oh, hopefully. Dude. Hopefully, don't, please. Don't, say we have thousands of dollars in the, the bank.
1: Don't get started. Oh, you yeah, know, I would have went back to work last year. So. Oh. That yeah. added income It helps. was sad. It was a sad day, Adam, last uh, <laughs> last Monday, the 18th.
2: Oh. Yes. Big, big damage done to the bank account.
1: I, I mean, I had squared mine away a couple of weeks before anyway. So, yeah, it's bad, bad.
2: But it actually came out of the account on the 18th. <laughs> You, uh, you set yeah, it up of course. to come out yeah, that's the way it works Very last yeah, absolutely Yeah, absolutely You yeah. know how that works, Same. man Same
1: You gotta pay your taxes, man That's the bottom line, you know mm-hmm. The problem is when you see the uh, abusers of the social programs You know, wasting away tax dollars Yeah That's when you get a little irked, you know what oh. I'm saying
2: Do you see them? Do you know them? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're yeah. yeah You you get stories about them every day, don't you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yes, you I have, do. You have yeah. a good source. Of course. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know the
1: ones that are that come limping in or they come sure. in the wheelchair and you sure. you peek outside and half a block later they're. Could you I know, load
2: this in your uh, Lexus? <laughs> yes, they're da- they're dancing
1: <laughs> they're dancing the macarena, at them.
2: It's like, what the hell? If you're legitimately
1: in need, absolutely, man, go for it. You know what I'm saying? But sure. At what point does this
2: stop? You there's know, there's no it, shame anymore. You know, unless it's permanent or something like that, it's just crazy. You just get away with what you can get away with. There's no, it's like there's I, no shame. There's no, no, fa- no fear and shame. I
1: drove by the uh, the uh, Social Security uh, office the other day. I think they opened, by the way, here in
2: Wichita. Okay.
1: And there was a line again. I hadn't seen a line out there for you know a couple of years.
2: What for looking for to add to their disability? I or guess I ne- none of them were old. Adam, Everybody was uh, <laughs> nobody was young. Nobody was like me. Adam. The young ones are supposed to pay into that yes, to pay for no the old. no kidding. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Wait a minute. This is not how that <laughs> works. Ah, Let's get back on track. We were, oh, okay. We
1: were We were commiserating together, Adam. <laughs> That's not good. It <laughs> says, after learning from the press, Adam, that America's Internal Revenue Service had placed a lien on one of their Los Angeles area residents, Adam, Ozzie and Sharon Osborne, moved quickly to pay off their 1.7 million U.S. tax dollar debt, Adam.
2: Mm. This is a debt from that's been building for years, that they uh, just haven't <laughs>
1: handled properly. Yes, here it says uh, Sharon pointed the finger directly at their financial advisor. Oh, then, of course, for not doing their job properly. Yeah, you got to have somebody in charge of that crap. <laughs> when you got millions coming in, <laughs> somebody's got to govern it. I mean, what would be 1.7 million, especially if they paid it that fast? I don't know. Maybe a drop in the bucket. I don't have their uh, the access to their bank accounts, so I mm. wouldn't know.
2: So no. But yeah, woof, that's a lot of. Dough, we can look man. up celebrity net worth though if we want to. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: well, let's, let's not go there, sir, Adam. Let's move on.
2: <laughs> there are song
1: lyrics.
0: I never brag how real I keep it, because it's the best secret.
1: There are also lyrics that will captivate your imagination.
0: Ra, ra. ah, ah, ah. Ma. Ro-ma, Ga-ga, ooh, la, la. Want your bad romance.
1: And then there are the Tommy and Adam's hard to name podcast lyrics that will blow your
2: mind.
1: Adam, I was uh, revamping some of these intros and I forgot to revamp this one. <laughs> does it need a revamp? It does, it does.
2: It's got I mean, Sam I mean, Elliott in there, it's got Regis. <laughs> That's, those are all great things.
1: Oh, anyway, Adam, we're on lyrics that will blow your mind, Adam, especially after living. And reliving and uh, mentally, psychedelically (laughs) going through through past past experiences, Iron Maiden Maiden. Uh, This is gonna, you know, kind of sound kind of little cheap, but you know, here's the deal. This is the reason why I picked this song. I don't for the past, I want to say two or three weeks we've experienced (laughs) in the rock world. Uh, some sad things, you know. Again, we spoke in our last episode. We spoke the about Taylor the fools. Hawkins. Yeah, sure, sure. Very sad, you know. Right,
2: Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert passed Godfrey. Passed away. Yeah,
1: so not a lot of cool things, you know, in the past couple of weeks. Adam
2: taxes, <laughs> not good. <laughs> see, very negative. See,
1: so Adam. So this is the reason why I picked the song right here. Adam. Yes. Written by Mr. Kevin Cronin. Adam of ario Speedwagon. Adam, this is "Roll with the Changes." Adam off the bat, check it out. There's a solo starting it right there. Okay. Check it out.
2: Let me hear this.
1: Mm. All right, stop it, Cosilo.
0: Mm.
1: As soon as you're able woman, mm-hmm. I am willing oh. to take the break
2: that we that she had a surgery or something? <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're
2: not going to get to this podcast, oh. you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: not to, make the break. to make the break, Adam, that we are on the brink of. My cup is on the table. Our love is spilling. Oh, it's because mm-hmm. it, the cup runneth over. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Waiting here for you to take a drink of. Quit it playing. on Very groovy tune, man. I like
0: it. Get it now?
2: I
1: got it. All right, here we go. Here's the chorus for the pre chorus. All right, Cilo, stop it. Mm. Okay. How, many, how many times have you heard this song on Classic Rock Radio? 50,000 times. Bazillion times. Constantly. I'm not a huge REO Speedwagon fan. I'm even smaller. Yeah, I would imagine so. But, you know, we're this <laughs> yeah. is the kind of song though that is uplifting, I think it is. You know, maybe that's why I picked it in the ways really nothing to
2: argue with here. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's a rockin' tune. It's got What you know of the lyric? It's upbeat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of mystery here in this one, Adam. It's as soon as you're able. Listen,
1: babe. When you're ready, I'm willing. Okay. Point blank to make that break. That we're almost there. We're almost. Go ahead. Take your time. Let me know when you're willing
2: because we're we're right there at the line. Hmm. We're gonna. He's very accommodating. Yes. He says, Hey, you do whatever you do. You take your time. I'll be here waiting for you. My cup, my side. He's saying. My in. cup is on the table. Oh, it's not it's not a joint cup. It's mm-hmm. just it's, it's just mine. his cup. My cup, right. And his cup is is uh, filled and it's spilling. So in spilling other words, over. Subconsciously he's saying,
1: "Here, take some of this liquid, Adam, that's spilling over." <laughs> <laughs> I know. He, I know that's what he's implying. <laughs> I know that's what he's going for, and because he says he ends that that <laughs> <I gotta laughs> give some of that liquid. <laughs> he ends that he ends that verse with this. Adam waiting here for you to take a drink of. Oh. <laughs> 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 the longer you wait, the fuller it's going to get. <laughs> so Adam, sorry, so if you're tired of the same old story, oh, turn some pages. Hey, what's the deal here? Are you fed up with everything that just seems to be? repetitive it's always the same thing happening you know it's it's just keeps on happening and happening again Hmm. and uh so what you know let's turn some pages let's go to the next
2: chapter Mm. i am advancing the relationship that's right i see says i'll be here when you are ready in other words again it's not a limited time offer Mm -hmm. it sounds like he's committed he's just patiently waiting and i'm here to roll at him Mm. With the changes, you it's know not, what I'm saying? It's not rolling on LSD. No, go ahead.
1: Hold oh, No, no, I don't know. Get hit it again, Gosilo.
2: Another solo in here. There's
1: solo number two, Adam. This song is a Block with solo. Numero dos. There's pop solos, by the way. Fun,
0: the
2: oh, the tables are turning out. Oh, Adam. that's nice. He was feeling a little anguished there.
0: Stop it right there,
1: Gosino. Let's go to the end. Let's go to the last, the later part of this verse, Adam. Mm. It says here, "I heard the thunder clapping, Adam. Mm. Felt the desert burning. He heard some clapping, did he? He did. (laughs) Maybe it sounds like this. (laughs) That sounds like like thunder to me, Adam.
2: (laughs) I mean, it sure is echoing in here." Wow.
1: Adam <laughs> felt the desert burning. Oh, okay. So the thunder was clapping and mm-hmm. until you poured on me like a sweet, Adam. A sweet sun shower. Sun shower. Yes, there okay. you go. All right. All right. Let's go. Goes right back into
2: Oh,
1: right back into it. Man. So and simple. It's, it's so simple. And then it goes into the chorus which just goes to everybody. there's so another solo. Solo number three, Adam. Uh, the first two are mini solos, Adam. Now it's a little bit more elongated. Okay. Go, see keep it down right now. We're just going to go ahead. So, Adam... Here's some history on this song. Ario e. Speedwagon's 1971 debut album was their original with lead singer Terry Luttrell, some dude before Kevin Cronin. Okay. Uh, he took this role over, uh, I mean, Kevin Cronin took the role as uh, lead singer in the next album, which was called Ario e. TWO. But it was uh, rough sle- uh, sledding, and while they were making their third album, Riding the Storm Out, he left you know, over with, with guitarist, uh, I guess it's Gary Richrath. Okay. Uh, over other creative tensions. Anyway, long story short is uh, Cronin returned to the band in 1976, which meant moving from Chicago, Adam, to Los Angeles. All right. Where they had relocated. He had to roll
2: with the changes.
1: Now, check this out. Right. So, on the trip, he had lots of time to think about all the changes in his life Adam, oh. and how he was quite literally rolling with them. Is that, you know, how cool is that, dude? Yeah. You know, that's what, I thought that's what caught the most attention
2: for me. This is really. When you look at all these lyrics, it's a really simple, repetitive song, but it has good, strong meaning. It has good application. Yeah. You could, pl- you could like take that, and everybody has a relationship yeah. with somebody, and you can apply that. It's universal. Yeah, we find
1: universal themes here, Adam, for our listeners. I mean, Adam, sure it is. That album, Adam, you can tune a piano, but you can't tune a tuna fish. <laughs> That's the name That's of the album? Says, but you can't tune a fish, is what it says. Yeah. <laughs> it was the seventh studio album by Ariel Speedwagon, released in 1978, and it was their first album to be co-produced by lead singer Kremlin Cronin, which again, uh, and lead guitarist Gary Ritrath. So wow. the album was Ariel's first to make the top 40, peaking at number 29. The album sold over 2 million copies in the US, which led it to being certified two times platinum album. Hmm. So there you go right there. And then we're at the, at the, you know, coming towards... Uh, I would say the beginning of stadium rock, you know, corporate rock with with the Bostons and all these other people coming on this. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And by the way, here's a little cool tidbit about this album. It was recorded. I'm in Sound City Studios, Adam. Oh,
2: were they a part of that uh, documentary Uh, special? I don't know.
1: I don't know. And here we are connecting the Foo Fighters and Dave Grohl with this album. Yeah. See how we do it here in the Tommy and Adam. Well, Dave
2: Grohl's tentacles have kind of just stretched all over rock anyway. So you kind of have to.
1: So check this out. Also on April the 10th, 2020, Adam, REO Speedwagon found four of their songs on the Billboard's Hot Rock Songs chart uh, after their songs came out on the series
2: Ozark. Oh, really? So Yeah, so they were revived, yeah. Wow. Uh, and the popularity from that, that Netflix show yeah, yeah. put it on the charts again?
1: Ario Adam, is uh, pronounced Rio, however, you know, they wanted it to sound a little bit different, so they came out with Ario, and it's named after a 1915 truck. That was designed by ransom Eli Olds. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's an Oldsmobile that they're after. Mm-hmm. So very cool, you know.
2: So yeah. Wow. Let's
1: play us out of Osilo, because this is about as
2: far as we're gonna this go. This is on. the end yes. right here. Very awesome. Timed it perfectly, Tommy. It's
1: a song that we don't, you know, we don't know. You know how it works.
2: I mean, we we know it because we've heard it a thousand right. times. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the
1: Tommy and Adams hard-to-name podcast lyrics that will blow your mind. I don't really know what this is, baby. This is born on this day, rock and roll birthdays. And the guy on the guitar on this one right here is Mr. Richie Blackmore of Deep Purple.
2: Deep Purple Highway Star, love it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is probably one of the brutalest guitar slash drum. Listen, give that some loan, Steve. Yes, bring it down, bring it down. You know when they're playing songs at the shows and they're usually playing something off of a record or something like
2: that? One of these, this song comes out? The preliminary before the show even starts? Yes, yes, yes. And everybody gets just fired up. Yes. Like, this is it, this is going to be a great show.
1: (laughs) The show could suck later on. You just remember when they play Highway Star, you're like, oh, wow.
2: This will definitely hype you up. Definitely.
1: Oh, wow. I've been yelling and screaming on some of these songs throughout this podcast, Adam. I'm sure our listeners don't appreciate that. but. <laughs> They'll be all right, Adam. English guitarist and songwriter Richie Blackmore, Adam. Yes. From Deep Purple, he had, of course, Smoke on the Water. Yeah. Very cool. So Deep Purple, Adam, were listed in the 1975 Guinness Book of World Records as the globe's loudest band. Hmm for a 1972 concert at London's Rainbow Theatre Adam Richie Blackmore known for his people skills (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) not yeah
1: (laughs) no he went on to be uh, Rainbow and some other stuff sure he did oh this is a great song this is my favorite frantham song absolutely Humble Pie Uh I Don't Need No Doctor Woo when uh when uh when Wasp when Wasp uh, did the cover of this I said wow. Did it they was, check, did they take it up a notch? It was heavy metalized, mm. awesome performance as well. Wow. So yeah, it's just a great song. So anyway, Peter Phantom Adam, April yeah. the twenty second. Today. Well, yesterday actually, of 1950, he turned 72. Adam, I don't need no doctor. Was that song right there? It was one of his initial groups? Uh, you know,
2: I would uh, humble pie. I would say when you're 72, you probably need a doctor. <laughs> you have have we, one on call. We saw him a couple years ago. I don't think he needs a doctor. I don't know. I wouldn't know. Most of the audience members. Definitely needed doctors. <laughs> <laughs> our first show that we saw. The uh, Geriatric we'll, yes, Show. Our first show that we
1: actually saw <laughs> up there in Stifle Theater, wherever it was. Adam, there's a special guy uh, that I love very much. It's Miguel martinez Reyes. Adam. He turned 81 today. Mm, who's this? That's my dad. Big city, baby. What? <laughs> He's a rock and roll wow. birthday as well, yeah. oh my God. Even though he doesn't love rock and roll. He, he hates rock and roll, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> He's a salsa dancer. Salsa Adam, dancer, yes, yes, yeah. Wow. Well, yes, happy birthday yes, Yeah, happy birthday to my dad she's That's pretty awesome That's huge yes, yes, Adam also Born April the 16th, 1966 She's 56 today, Adam hmm. Janet Demita Joe Jackson, Adam Miss Nasty Is she Miss Nasty? Or is it Miss Jackson Because you're nasty I don't know which one is I don't nice. know it's, I thought she was Penny from Good Times well, She's that too <laughs> <laughs> And the chick from Poetic Justice With the Tupac-ism Tupac, yeah that's right, yes. right. Adam also, celebrating a birthday not too long ago, was Mr. Jonathan Davis, Adam. Uh corn guy? No, Adam. It's Q-tip from the oh. tribe called West. What? <laughs> the tribe called Quest. Q-tips? Isn't, yes, his name is Jonathan Davis as well, Adam. Q-tips. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Adam, it's not plural, Adam. It's singular. Oh. It's get it right. It's just Adam. one Q-tip? It wouldn't have been Q-tips. It would have been Q-tips. Okay. yeah remember that so that does, that doesn't sound the right on the end that does you. not sound right at all <laughs> get it right adam i'm all just right. saying i think you're gonna like this next one adam born april the 20th 1972 she
2: is 50
1: mm-hmm. carmen electra adam Carmen Electra. Yes, sir.
2: where has she been
1: oh i don't know but i don't care she hiding somewhere i hope not check this out though it says here she was part of the pussycat dolls how good? What? Yeah, it says here they had two thousand and five. No, that's no. Nicole
2: Scherzinger. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. I, I a don't minute. know. How do what? you know that?
1: <laughs> that's like the other day when I identified Barry Rikin's butt on TV in front, of, in front of my wife. It's like, whose you didn't... butt is this? Oh, that's Barbie Rikin. <laughs> and my wife was like, "What? You it's... know that one well,
2: don't you?" So I'm trained
1: rumpologist. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm a rumpologist and training. I'm practicing my skills.
2: <laughs>
1: yes, Adam, but anyway, more importantly, Adam, Carmen has appeared in Playboy magazine. She
2: has. <laughs> yes, and I'm Watch at MTV Singled Out. Married to uh, Dennis Rodman as well. She was, was wasn't she? Oh,
1: wow. <laughs> Adam, I think Carmen Electra <laughs> yeah. is great to segue Adam into our into next segment, our favorite segment. Are you going to take me home tonight? Adam's hard to name podcast birthday number three. Adam, it's a beautiful thing—the third birthday, Adam.
2: I uh, know it's been a long time. It's been weeks since we've done this before.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I identified, I was able to identify that, but I want to say. That.
2: <laughs> I don't. Know. Let's just jump right into it. Yes, <laughs> fast.
1: We have here the Lord of the G string apps. If you don't have it, download it from the Tommy and Adam Hart to Name Podcast.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is coming up right now, the third birthday, that is.
2: Mm. Has yours loaded, Tommy? Oh, yeah. Adam. Okay.
1: It has.
2: And what I'm seeing is uh, the name is I Am Yanet Garcia. Oh. I-A-M-Y-A-N-E-T-G-A-R-C-I-A. Adam, just for reference, Adam. Yes. Just so you'll know. Thank you.
1: That the Y is pronounced as a J. So it is I am Janet Garcia. That's a Janet? Yes. That is a Janet. And she's verified, Adam. I can see that right now.
2: Oh, the check mark. Yes. Yes, she's See, had a check How mark. many
1: followers does she have?
2: Will we Holy give her macaroni? Will we give her our check mark? Do you believe? Oh, uh, I already did. Gocito oh. <laughs> already beat <me> to it. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, matter well, of fact, look lower. at this. She has over fourteen million followers. This no. is one of the biggest okay. one counts we've looked at.
1: Oh, here. Gocito finally came online. Oh, four, that is a
2: lot. Do we have millions?
1: Fourteen million, fourteen thousand. Oh, fourteen million.
2: Yeah. What are, wow. what are some facts about her?
1: Janet Garcia, Adam, or Jeanette, as you called her. She is Mexican, Adam. This is MX. Mm. And that's the uh, I guess the abbreviation for Mexico, Adam. Oh, there it is right there, Adam. The Mexican weather girl, Adam. Weather girl. So she may be- Is she a TV personality? She probably is, Adam. Ooh. Okay. That's why she has that many followers. Mystery there results. She's an actress, Adam. Okay. Fitness girl. She is an IIN certified health coach. Okay.
2: Whoa. This better
1: have some bikini shots in it because- sure.
2: Well it's definitely going to have some uh, gym training shots oh, because she's they an elite they're trainer they're they're it says they're right they're there. Yes,
1: because you know I mean we have we evaluate more the uh, bikini shots to be able to see if these titles of hers Adam are <clears throat> Tommy, fitting.
2: Tommy. Tommy. She has an OnlyFans. Oh.
1: Yeah. I'm going to have to get or I just clicked on it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, ooh, ooh. Let's get away from that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, Adam.
2: Uh-huh. You don't know what? So I, you don't, don't what do you know. not know? I don't know, know about this, Adam. This, uh, this You don't fans. know if your credit card will <laughs> work?
1: Adam, what is <laughs> only fans? I don't know what that is. Uh,
2: that no. is where you're able to, usually a credit card payment to get access to special material. What? You can get... Oh... Gozilo knows what OnlyFans is. <laughs> oh yeah, he's gonna go into that line. You can you can pay a certain amount of money and get oh. the general. Beyond Instagram uh, photos, uh, and then you can go even, Adam. you can go to a one-on-one level. Adam, what more than oh. beyond, this is not a lot, there's not a lot to go beyond here. Do you see she has eight centimeters of cloth covering her? Yes, Adam. That centimeter, those are gone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> those are not there. <laughs> and only fans, oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, only yeah, for fans. fans.
1: Okay, Adam, well,
2: oh. that sounds like a winner. Wow. <laughs> the very first image. Oh. <laughs> wow. We
1: had to have our theme music, come on, us. Oh, Adam! For I am Janet Garcia. Adam, I will be Agent T.
2: Adam. <laughs> well, thank, thank Christ. I'm, <laughs> I'm Agent A. I already got in trouble <laughs> this week for being <laughs> Agent, Agent A, A. Adam. It was Barbie
1: Rican's butt. What do you want? Well, what
2: do you you know?
1: So yeah. Jeez. Hmm. Oh, wait a minute. What did Godzilla see? Godzilla says go to picture number five. Hmm. Adam.
2: I I don't know if I I want to skip all these other ones here.
1: Adam, go to picture number five. Godzilla just found, Adam. Yes, Godzilla, you did. You found a gold mine, Adam. Look at picture number five.
2: Number five? Is it the article in Cosmopolitan? Yes, Adam. (laughs)
1: Who are you thinking what I'm thinking, It's Adam? entitled
2: The 50 Most Bubbelicious Butts on Instagram.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and her name is right there.
1: I wow. Didn't, Adam, I... What? Oh, Gostino didn't know either. He, he didn't know there was The 50 Most <laughs> Bubbelicious Butts on Instagram. Adam, I'm sorry. What the... <laughs> Janet Garcia is going to be put on hold, Adam. Oh, we we have to go to (laughs) the. We are going to go to Cosmopolitan. Adam, we're modern men. We we must read Cosmopolitan, Adam.
2: Well, we should. We should.
1: So if I was just looking at my browser history, I am looking at Cosmopolitan.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh! Oh. (laughs) Costino says, What are you waiting for, Adam? Okay. It's coming up. Whoa. Oh wow Now this has a different title I Does know have a, Just 46 of the best butts on Instagram now We've lost four butts Why? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> What did they do? Adam? Maybe invest- they got cancelled Investigate further Adam <laughs>
1: Let's do that Oh well, no I hope that nobody's cancelled Oh Adam The first one Adam I don't know if it's ascending or descending But the first one Adam Is Gosila's favorite
2: Adam Oh which one?
1: I, he says, are you blind, Adam? It's Megan the Stallion. Is that Megan Jane Crabb? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Go see it, I think you're wrong. <laughs>
2: well, that's a, it's a video, and she's, oh, yeah, she's, well, there's a butt. Now, are you impressed? Uh, <laughs> are you impressed with this? Oh, listen, hold on. We're reading Cosmopolitan. And it's nobody shaming. Oh, that's kind of maybe that's what's going on. Let's go on. to the next one, Adam. Okay. Let's, let's go to the next
1: one just in case. All right. Adam, Adam, Adam. Go to the third one down to Tess Holiday, Adam.
2: Um, wait. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, yeah. I think I'm there. It's got like 35 likes, something like that. Is that what? Is 30, that what you see? It says
1: 35,000 likes. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't believe. Really? It. I can't believe it myself. <laughs> what?
2: Why? The tattoo art it must be.
1: It has to be. There's a Miss Piggy tattooed on there. That's very appropriate. Take a look at it. Yes, it's on the right hand.
2: Oh, yeah, it is.
1: Oh, shit. (laughs) Adam Cozzillo just said, let's go back to uh, Janet Garcia. (laughs) 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 Adam, I will leave this list to be uh, further explored, Adam. Wait, wait, no, no. Let's go back to it. Okay, okay. It it got... Oh, no. no.
2: (laughs) What have you seen? What is it? About
1: four more down, Adam. Hey Yes,
2: that makes sense now. Is that your daughter's dog in this in this, this shot here? You mean
1: Remy? Remy?
2: <laughs> are you seeing the, the, the picture?
1: Remy, what are you doing there? <laughs> it's leg day, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, what is this? Uh, Remy, you dog, you. Yeah. <laughs> it did get better at him, so Gosita was right.
2: Oh, you keep going. Oh. oh. Oh, Adam, there's
1: that- another verified one right there. Cardi B.
2: Cardi B. That's right. And she's she's leaning against a
1: wall. She must have been. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Cozillo said his favorite kind of dancer. <laughs> we know that already, Cozillo. Oh, my God. Okay. Goodness. Somebody called Nikki
2: mm. Blacketter.
1: Okay. Okay. Not bad.
2: Nikki Blacketter. Blacketter.
1: Mm. I don't know what her name is, but she's all right.
2: She's got a little tattoo on the side there. It's getting
1: better as we go down, Adam.
2: Okay. All right. Okay. Is there something somebody- I mean? Do you see anything so far that is that no. that that makes them the top forty six butt? where the bubblicious Okay, did you see the next image? Okay, what's the next one? Let me take a look at it. Do you see the next image? I am there. I am there. It's it's verified.
1: Oh, Adam, let's go back to it. <laughs> Adam, we have something coming up later with this one right here, Adam. We oh, do. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know yes no adam no no I no, know. no no so lizzo beating i don't know what that is yeah <laughs> right, let's go back to janet garcia <laughs> uh we just wasted about five minutes of this great segment on that Where's our research, research staff? Uh, yeah, let's let's zip. We're, we're, that was just because we were. Uh, there's some false advertising here going on with.
2: this. Oh, stuff. because just. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, it's so the titles that want to make you go I don't, deeper yeah, into I don't the think articles. We got
1: to the most bubbleicious one. We may have gone to the wrong link, Adam.
2: Anyway. Oh okay.
1: That's our fault, Adam. We don't have a lot of time left here on this one, so let's take out a few of these and let's make sure that she is a a coach and is fit as she says, and she is the weather
2: girl. So let's take a look. Here. Oh here. Here's her doing okay. her job. Do you see that one where she's actually doing the oh, weather? Oh, wait a minute. Hold up, hold up. Is that a real Izzles? It is a, a real. Okay. It was probably about 15, 20 down. Ooh,
1: that's a lot. So let's go down here. I wonder where she is. Would it be in Mexico that she's at? Well, I think so. I, Adam, Mexican I, I, weather girl. Adam and I had to stop there in the reels that she is dressed up as a, a tigress. Let oh, that's, me, a, that's a better reel. Let me move on. Oh.
2: And see where she was doing her job. Uh, okay. she's wearing, in the image, it's a white dress, and she's got the little uh, temperature things oh, on the okay, side there. okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay, let's go. Uh,
1: well, I don't know, it doesn't look like Mexico, really. I mean, what would I know? I've never been to Mexico City, so. It looks
2: like we're using the centigrade scale, so I, I imagine oh, it's yeah, not America. yeah, so,
1: okay, yeah, that's what it is. Is she in a uh, blue dress in the one before that one, Adam?
2: hmm and the one directly before it, she's in like a blue nighty thing. Oh well
1: that's better. Let's keep it. Kind of I, I was gonna lacy, say, Adam I, Lacy number. I, I did see the one in the white dress, Adam, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. However, I think the one in the blue dress is way better, Adam. That's just Oh me. this one. Yes, Adam. Yes. That I one see says it. that accentuates her fitness girl. Often uh, oftentimes
2: title. Uh, my job I'm I'm out of doors on an occasion. Oh, you are, you mean sometimes. Sometimes I'm outside. Okay. Even Knowing that I'm going to be outside, I never check the weather. I never know what the weather conditions are going to be. If this was my weather person, I would always be apprised of the current and future weather patterns. I would always know. (laughs) What did Godzilla say? I was talking. What'd he say? What'd he say? (laughs) He said the the weather girl isn't for fantasies, Adam. It's to be informed. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm saying. I would be informed. I would be very well informed. Of all of the frontage coming me, in. Me too. Frontage and backage.
1: <laughs> me too, Adam. <laughs> Adam, wow, what a prize. What a wow, prize, grace Cast. Wow, Adam. Just... That is a
2: definite asset to your, oh, uh, my God, to your yes. staff.
1: Would that asset be with two Zs, as it? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do you see Ooh. the one with the, if we go a few before the blue dress, this might be her color, a blue Ooh. bikini. I think blue is her color without a doubt Adam and then right the net one right after that she's showing you the other you know the other side the reason that she was included in the best butts Adam could it could, could it be that there's actually
1: weather forecast so she's dressed in a bikini getting ready to go for, to the beach after the newscast that will be something Adam for
2: us to I investigate
1: at a later time
2: we should definitely <laughs> research this Adam read again her tag this is I am Janet Garcia I a m y a n e t g a r c i
1: a. I can't find the uh, the soundbite for it, but I will tell you verbally.
2: It's difficult being more mature than your father.
1: <laughs> we may we may owe Agent X three an apology for not having dug too deep on that one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, there was nothing to complain about. No. But we were just off track <laughs> with that one thing, yes. you know? Bubblicious, Adam. Butts. But it's time for our <laughs> What the for Yes, it is, Adam. Which is always usually fun. But let's see. You can see before me I have many pieces of paper, Tommy. Many pieces of paper. As usual, Adam. This is a story. What does the story say? Uh-oh. A Brazilian man. This is a news article from just recently within the last couple of weeks. Oh, wow. From Mexico to Brazil. It it would be more hot off the press had we not had our little vacation. Our hiatus. Yes. Um, A Brazilian man had to undergo emergency surgery Mm. after reportedly shoving a dumbbell ...up His rear during an ill advised attempt at self gratification. Oh, Adam, I'm showing you an image, Tommy. Oh, wow. Adam, it, it looks like a shake weight. <laughs> the unidentified 54 <laughs> year old patient had inside of him a 4.4 pound metal weight in his rectum for, <laughs> for two days after inserting it there. Adam, did you read the title to the story? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, dummy. <laughs> He experienced a variety of symptoms following his sexercise, including cramping, abdominal pain, nausea, vomiting in small volume, And even constipation. Who would have thought he'd (laughs) suffer from constipation after this? (laughs) Not after it was pulled out, for sure. (laughs) After an initial (laughs) anal examination failed to reveal anything, doctors decided to scan the region with an x-ray. They discovered an eight-inch long dumbbell lodged in the intersection of the colon and rectum like a cumbersome sex toy. Wow. They initially attempted to use tweezers to lift the weight out of the pleasure seeker who was sedated, but couldn't get a grasp of it. Left with no recourse, the team opted for manual extraction, which involved the surgeon reaching in with their forearm and yanking out the foreign body like a backed up steer. (laughs) Thankfully, the operation was successful, And the lucky fellow was discharged after three days without any complications. Tommy, there's more. Don't touch anything. (laughs) Now this leads to what are some other odd objects that have been found inside of people where things ought not be? Tommy, okay. what could they be? Uh, let me see. Q-tips, Adam? <laughs> Wait a minute. One Q-tip or multiple Q-tips? Q-tips. <laughs> we have a glass bottle. Oh, wow. A farmer had to tell doctors at the University of Mississippi Medical Center that he had a bottle stuck up his another region. Wow, The Adam. 72-year-old used a nearby dumping ground to defecate. But when his wooden limb snapped, he fell back heavily. Onto the glass bottle. <laughs> also,
1: Tommy. Adam, was he gaping when it happened? He was like, <laughs> how did this happen? Adam, I'm looking I'm, I'm looking at the x-ray right now. It, it looks like it's it right there and like in his pelvis region inside uh-huh. that area.
2: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Forever... And it
1: didn't break, which is, this is glass, you said, right?
2: Yes. Forevermore, he is gaping. Yes. <laughs> A 50-year-old <laughs> in Hong Kong. Oh, with suspected periantitis, inflammation of the bowel of the bowel, but a radiograph showed the shadow of an eel. An abdominal pain that was actually the eel biting his colon. He later admitted that he inserted (laughs) the 50 (laughs) centimeter fish to help his constipation. Wow, Jesus. That's a home remedy right there. Oh, wow. 50 Um,
1: centimeters.
2: There's no image of this one, but a love egg. I'm sure you'll describe it, Adam. (laughs) An A&E worker. I'm not sure what A&E stands for, but an A&E worker described how a man came to the hospital with a vibrating love egg stuck inside him.
1: Adam, by the way, 50 centimeters. (laughs) Adam is 19 inches. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh, it had been there for three days. Mm. He had come home from a stag do Into Amsterdam and went straight to the A and E. I guess it's the emergency room, maybe. Yeah, ambulance medical. I don't know. Maybe the uh, the A and E worker made a joke about waiting for the batteries to run out, and he burst into tears, saying it had been vibrating the entire time, driving him insane. <laughs> well, I have an image here as well. Oh no. <laughs> A man who did not give a reason shoved a jar of instant coffee up his rectum, but not before Piercing the lid Adam with was, several pins. Adam was it Folgers?
0: <laughs>
2: well, instant copy of your choice. Um, we have someone here. That'd make a great commercial. This was not a bright idea. Oh.
1: None of these are, by the way.
2: <laughs> a vintage vanity light bulb. The light bulb was said to have shattered as it was removed. Oh, my God. I'm going to just hold this for you the eye opening x ray.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs>
2: Has it in its whole state, but it shattered as it came out. Uh, our listeners could go ahead and Google these, Adam. <laughs> well, we also we have sex toys are obvious. Obviously, the most common objects to get stuck. Yeah, they would be the norm. Yeah, sure. They wouldn't be as shocking. The only thing that belongs up there, obviously.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but this sixty-four-year-old man had a dildo lodged inside of him for six. Months before it was removed by doctors, he reportedly endured a world trip with the vibrator, making it the most traveled foreign body in a rectum around the world. Adam, did he make the Guinness Book of World Records? For Guinness, that? Guinness record, <laughs> it verified. Did.
1: It did verified. Oh wow!
2: Buzz Lightyear toy, prepare to have your childhood completely ruined. There is the image of the Buzz Lightyear, ah, oh, and, it, and it's toy. backwards. It went feet first. Feet first. <laughs> we gotta get your head your domed head in there oh wow oh now this is an interesting one doctors found a rock solid object just inside the anal sphincter of a 27 year old the unemployed man injected concrete mix a liquid adhesive into his rectum using a dual chambered glue gun which hardened and became fixed oh my god we have here you mentioned we have a 19 centimeter Long vegetable. Do you know what an aubergine auber, aubergine is? No, I don't It know is a is. vegetable, I guess. A nineteen <laughs> centimeter long vegetable was stuffed inside Adam, adjacent to the gallbladder. <laughs> you see that? Adam, were you interested more on the uh, where they were going up to as was with what they were?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: this is deodorant spray, Adam. Oh no 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 no, <laughs> yeah. no no no, that's not. This one this one's deodorant spray. <laughs> that that's that's the that's the vegetable right there. But yes, deodorant spray is next. A 23-year-old may have been trying to get rid of a bad smell (laughs) after they inserted an aerosol can of you! The man arrived at um, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Good enough, Riyadh, yeah. Riyadh, Riyadh Mm -hmm. Care Hospital in Saudi Arabia, complaining of lower abdominal pain. The mystery was solved with an (laughs) x-ray scan.
1: How did they pray for him?
2: (laughs) And finally, we have, of course... A mobile cell phone. No. Do you, do you hate it when you just... <laughs> Adam, it would, would it be the old Motorola's by any chance? When you can hear your phone <laughs> ring but can't find it? The ones from 1985. A Georgia lawyer was apparently showering with his phone, as one does, when he slipped and fell right on top of his ringing mobile. Inserting its way into his <laughs> nether regions. Adam,
1: it well. was a lawyer, so maybe his jaws were tired of flapping. Maybe he wanted his butt to talk for him or something. I don't know. These accidents seem quite common, uh, aren't they? <laughs> Adam, I may have to ask the next time I go to the the adult boutique of how many, <laughs> if they may have any remedies for this. Is Adam. there an extractor? I guess. I guess so. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, Cindy. Do you have, do you have, ah, uh, anal, uh, foreign object removers? <laughs> oh wow, Adam, that's incredible. That's, I was shocked. If myself. it wasn't, if it wasn't for those internet photographs, yeah, they helped. Yeah. Ooh, goody, my favorite part.
2: It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast Sound of the Week.
1: Adam, I will tell you, I love. Mm-hmm. all the stuff that you do but the sound of the week is usually the uh
2: oh that's a lot to live up to creme of the creme mm. led zeppelin's moved down the list no no it's up there but you know,
1: <laughs> i'm still you're a farthest out
2: all right well i'm gonna start a song here i've uh, cut off a little bit of the intro of this song oh, but it's yeah. new music Would you know
1: that that's Def Leppard? No, we were talking about that the other day, you know? Mm-hmm. they it,
2: I guess he toned down his voice to to I, accommodate his sound now. I guess so. And that's very cool. And it's very it's, it's got a very different sound. His sound was huh. very distinct before, and now you're just going to have to get used to it, I guess. Yeah, it's in the bunch now, but still, it's, I mean,
1: I think if you want to keep on touring and not forcing your voice that much.
2: Yep, but this song is uh, Take What You Want. It's going to be off the upcoming Def Leopard album. It's Sounds the second good, single yeah. that's been released from that. Um, we also have some more music. I'm going to play this. It's not going to mean much to you. You're not going to know anything about it. It's not very distinctive. But this, just to let you know, is the first song. It's called High Plains Drifter. And it is off of an upcoming EP from Kirk Hammett. I was going to say I was trying to remember where I had read that this week. Yes. So it just his EP just came out on the twenty second. So we have new music. I I don't know if it's all instrumental. If you listen to that part, it's a little bit of Pink Floydish. Think so. Let's advance the song a little bit and okay. see what we get as we get deeper into it. All right. Kirk Hammett Kirk Hammett First first ever solo work that he's uh, put out
1: That's never been accomplished in the uh, Metallica camp Where, where one they, of the yeah. members
2: put out a solo yeah. thing Yeah, I guess you're right Who was I commenting that with this week? Keep going Alright, we've got one more piece of new music okay. I'm just going to play it And I'm not going to expect you to know anything Because you won't, I don't think Alright
1: Then shoot me Shoot me with that information.
2: Let's get to the vocal bit here. This is a new album. It's just come out. The band is called Third Secret. Uh,
1: Third birthday? birthday. (laughs) Did they they steal that from us?
2: Yeah. Uh, On vocals, we have Jillian Ray and Jennifer Johnson. I'm not very familiar with them. Bubba Dupree is one of the guitarists, and it's from the band called Void. But also included in this band are Matt Cameron, oh. Kim Thal, mm. Obviously, you know them from Soundgarden and,
1: Kirk, and, and Kirsten Novoselic. Kirsten Novoselic. Right.
2: So we have a grungy supergroup yeah, kind right. of.
1: When you said uh, when you said uh, Thiel, yeah, Thiel, yeah, yeah. What's Thiel's first name? I forget. Uh,
2: Kim. Kim. So we have that bit of new music, a full album. Of material. Have you downloaded and listened to it? Do I have listened to portions of each song. Sounds pretty good. Uh, I played for you the one that I approved of the most.
1: hmm I yeah. like it.
2: And we also had <clears throat> one more thing. The mask mandate Yeah, been has lifted. been yeah. lifted. And, uh, US, e- U.S. Supreme Court? Even on, uh, I don't know if it was a Supreme Court or some, I thought it was a Florida judge to shot it down or something. I don't, I don't know if you could do that from Florida. I don't know. But anyway, it's been lifted. And some people are mad and some people are cheering. Yeah, they've been in the news too. <coughs> in Florida, they're, they're fighting with Disney as well. Yeah, they are. For airline travel... Most of what I've seen has been, like, positive. Like, people are happy to be done with this mask thing. Oh, uh-huh, me too. And... Um on a flight i don't have the destinations but uh one of our event recording team happened to be on the flight a special event recording team out, they yes. didn't have the the high-tech gear that they would normally have so they had to resort yeah because they got to
1: pack out. yeah they, yeah they, they had to
2: resort to a cell phone but something in luggage, something yeah. broke out in the middle of the flight mike tyson no <laughs> well it wasn't that flight but are you sure yeah it was, this was on social media this oh. was all over social media that people saw that this was happening then it must be true but one of our people were there so they recorded something a little bit different it's, it's a christian group <laughs> traveling as, and they stand up in the middle of the flight with their acoustic guitars and they start playing christian music <laughs> for the flight now i know what you're talking about Adam. so <laughs> <clears throat> what did <in> our special event <laughs> we had captured <coughs> well he was sitting in an area he's got people around him and they're give their initial reactions we just listen oh, it's, shor- right. it's, it's a short it's a short clip okay good deal good deal oh
0: shit What is
2: that about this. <laughs> oh Adam. Oh! So it ended kind of abruptly. Adam,
1: you know what they sound like
2: before. Like Charles Manson like his <laughs> <Manson's> commune.
1: <laughs> Same kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're,
2: yeah. going, you're going to hell for that one. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't wear their seatbelt light on. No, they were standing up in the aisle. <laughs> don't they get hurried to their, their seats? I don't know what happened there, but man, see. but yeah, that was our sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I did see
1: that on social media. I was fortunate enough to listen to that
2: part. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast sound of the week. <laughs> oh, jeez.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, there it is. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to podcast. Mora <laughs> Hokaiya <laughs> of the week. Adam, this is one horrible segue. This is what happens. We we were on our game, man. We were going for a while.
2: That's right. This always happens. <laughs> We've been out of practice.
1: <laughs> we suck so bad that we gotta keep on doing this on a regular basis. Adam, we all know image is everything. See, I can start off better now. Okay, good. It doesn't matter if cancel culture targets you for shaming ugly and fat artists, Adam. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. This past week I saw an article, Adam. <laughs> okay, good. That may have saved older fat rockers. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Are <laughs> you talking about it? could be. Let's see. Let's read on. Okay. We've seen them. We know who they are. You just mentioned one, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I personally think they need to read this article. Okay. And they'll feel liberated as well, Adam. I'm fat. Mm-hmm. And the discovery may help me as well. So <laughs> it's a discovery for fat people? Yes, yes, for fat people. Oh, good. Adam, yeah, Lizzo's okay. new shapewear brand, Adam. <laughs> <laughs>
2: will change the industry oh. forever. So you can be as fat as you want. Yes, sir. But she has some Space Age polymers that are gonna suck all that fat yes, in sir, Adam. and crush you. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Crushes and stampedes going by <laughs> wow. Adam. On March the 30th, Adam this article came out. So in addition to her upcoming album, Adam. okay, no And her new reality show Watch out for the big girls, right? Z <laughs> on Amazon Prime, Adam. Okay, Lizzo has been working on a shape work called Yeti. Yeti? <laughs> Yeti? <laughs> Yeti? Like- I don't know. It's Yeti, not Yeti. That's what I thought it was. Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> like a huge mountain creature. <laughs>
2: Is that what we're talking about? Yes,
1: but it's yitty. No, it's y i t t y, like titty, but with y. Oh, yitty. yitty. I know. Why well, you feel? You sound disappointed there. <laughs> In partnership with a uh, activewear brand, Adam Fabletics. Uh, Fable. <laughs> I can't even read this Fabletics, Adam. Yes. You're right. I know. Uh, she teased the new venture in an Instagram post, Adam, okay. writing, I'm about to announce the biggest thing yet, Adam, and yet was <laughs> Bigger than anything I've ever done. That's big. Wow. Now that's, a, I don't know if she wants to get three ahead of herself. Year, Adam, three years in the making, a dream come true. Stay tuned, bitch. <laughs> I wonder if she's slated to go to the White House to be speaking anytime soon on any. Do of Do you this think song. on
2: her reality show that all of the the contestants on this reality show? I think it's a game show, right? Uh, no, th- Adam. The last game show I think she was on was this one.
1: They gobble up oh, they gobble it up. Oh, my God. I'm selling a mentality that I can do what I want with my body wear, what I want and feel good
2: mm. while I'm doing it. Okay.
1: How awesome is that?
2: Does she have to wear her body wear to feel good? She, can get, she can't feel good without this body wear? I don't know. She was on Saturday Night Live last week. Was she? I well, think so. Was yeah. it good? Was she the, the host or the uh, former? Or both? I think she was one of the stages, Adam. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>
1: Oh, big girls. <laughs> it makes sense that Lizzo Adam. Yeah. A longtime advocate for body positivity.
2: Uh-huh. There you go. Yeah.
1: Is destigmatizing being fat and healthy.
2: Now I don't know. Is she doing that? If you're creating a line of clothing or whatever that the stuff is called, body equipment to reduce the sight of of fat. That's what shapewear isn't would that, be, isn't wouldn't that, it be? Yeah, I think so. Isn't that you're feeling shame? So then we're going to do this thing that's going to be uncomfortable and suck in on you and it seems to be counteractive to the body positivity thing.
1: Uh, you know, could be that that shapewear
2: yeah. uh, kind of moves around your fat. It's got to have certain... To appropriate right. places. It's got like a full piece of fabric that covers, say, a leg, but it's got certain points that's got to have extra support and all these extra <laughs> strands of fabric and elasticity to pull and suck in <laughs> masses mass quantities um, i yes. think
1: the sucking is when they do the lipo oh. i'm not sure about that adam um, i don't think the, the shapewear does any kind of sucking adam you know i think it rearranges more than well, sucks yeah <laughs> adam advocate for body positivity. That is the phrase that captured my attention. Mm-hmm. Advocate for body positivity. Wow. Is there such a thing? Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, Adam, mm-hmm. there is such a thing. Mm. It is appropriately called the fat acceptance movement, Adam. Mm. Mr. Frodo, look.
0: It's an elephant. Whatever. No one at home.
2: Oh, (laughs) Samwise. (laughs) The unbelievable,
1: what is it? Oily Oily oily. font. The gigantic elephant. Remember him, Adam? Oily font. (laughs) The fat acceptance movement, Adam. That's Uh, what it's known for. It's also
2: known as fat pride, fat empowerment, and fat Activism, Adam. Now, is anybody able to argue that this is not healthy? <laughs> Does anybody able to make that argument? According to the a way Lizzo, maybe
1: Adam, the way Lizzo's doing, she's promoting fat and healthy, Adam.
2: So there's a way to, I guess, to be both. Do they have a, a team of doctors that say, "Yay, be fat"? Okay. Are they, are they supportive in that way, Adam? Just to let you know, yes.
1: This article, yes, that is called "What Is Fat Acceptance?" Because there's a whole article last year that was explained. It has been fact checked, Adam.
2: Oh, fact checked Yes,
1: Adam. It's been fact-checked. Oh, good. By who? (laughs) Some guy. I don't know. Okay, good. It doesn't say MD or anything like that in the title. Good, good, good. No, it does. Let me see. It says medically reviewed. Okay, it was medically reviewed by a doctor and fact-checked by a dude. No, that guy has no title to his name. Mm. So maybe maybe he's humble. He doesn't like adding titles. Okay. Let's get back to this fat acceptance movement. I did not know there was such a thing. Did you know there was a fat acceptance movement?
2: I knew that there was a movement to not shame people. For being My unhealthy, body positivity. Adam. <laughs> yes, <laughs> get it right. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to educate
1: you, Adam. Okay, okay. okay as you right. educated me with all the shit jammed up on people's asses. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Those are medical situations. Okay, as well. well, this is
1: one too, right? Okay. So, Adam, this is a social movement seeking to eliminate the social stigma again of fatness and
2: from social attitudes by pointing out the social obstacles faced by fat people. Adam. Do you believe there to be shame if one of the fat brethren take off a bit of weight? If they if they lose a bit of weight, do you think what are you trying to do? What? Who told you you need to be skinny? You don't need to do that. We're here to support you. I don't know. Have a hot dog. <laughs> I would be uh, actually petrified to make fun of fat people. <laughs>
1: Yes, because no, I, like, as I told you, I'm fat, so I can't. Run, oh. I can't run that fast. <laughs> and if they're fatter than me, Adam, they might do some damage. <laughs> Who gets a heart attack first? Oh, I, <laughs> I hope it's them, <laughs> not me, Adam. I'm just trying to save my life here. Uh, the movement, Adam, it began in the late 1960s, Adam. It did? Yes, it did. It's what it says here. We were making so, fun yes, of fat yes. kids for
2: years. <laughs> yes. I don't think so.
1: No, uh, it was the late nineteen sixties, Adam. So I was about the Before I, I was uh, already out in this world by that. Yeah. So yes. Besides this political role, Adam, the fat acceptance movement also constitutes a subculture which acts as a social group for its
2: members. Remember when uh Curly <laughs> from the Three Stooges <laughs> was considered huge and fat and dumb and and he wasn't at and all he was not he, wasn't. he was just a little bit large, little he, but it was but it was comedic his size. he looked that way at him, but yeah you know, he, he wasn't like that at all. He was athletic <laughs> he's dwarfed by yes, he has people I mean. these days he's so <laughs>
0: what's he doing? <laughs> Actually Adam In this cut he was Snacking a fat lady Wow (laughs)
1: Wow. I I think this segment Just went to shit Adam That was before the 1960s Adam The history of the fat Acceptance movement Can be dated to 1967 When 500 people Adam 500 of them Okay. Met in New York Central Park to protest against anti fat
2: bias. Okay. Five hundred is not a huge number. This was back in the sixties when we had like huge, you know, groups of people doing things, right? I guess that's where a lot of that's counterculture movements were. I going guess on. maybe they couldn't fit that many people <laughs> in the, the
1: park. Adam, 500, 500 <laughs> fat people may have a if you put one compared to what <laughs> against compared. To. Yes. Ariana Grande I would have should at least triple the numbers yes yeah. <laughs> triple quadruple I don't know right. I Adam mean, was actually in New York Central Park oh. yeah. <laughs> so that wasn't even big enough <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, no. Oh, I'm gonna keep on
2: going. That was, <laughs> that was the genesis of this. Oh, movement. Adam! <laughs> now we're gonna go to the to the body positivity now, movement. Adam. That was a few years ago. How oh. many of these people are still alive?
1: I don't know if this article covers that. <laughs> okay. Although the fat acceptance is often used synonymously with terms such as body positivity, so yeah, sure. this has been going on for a while. So anybody who says that Lizzo has is the charter member. Oh, the body positivity,
2: they are so wrong, Adam. She might be making the most waves.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same. The political roots of the movement, Adam, distinguish it from. I can't go no more on this, Adam. I can just go right to. Adam, the bottom line is fat people suffer, Adam. I can tell you that. But...
2: Oh, okay. I, <laughs>
1: There's no No debating that All that that bullshit that I spoke about Adam (laughs) To include myself Adam (laughs) Here's here the barriers Adam Mm. Uh, The barriers of fat people face Adam The first it starts with fat women Receive harsher criminal sentences Than thinner women Adam Really? Yeah even lower salaries
2: Really? Hmm. (laughs) And are less likely to be admitted into colleges that's so what it says here. Okay. That's maybe historically. Do you think that it's still that way today? That's what the barriers they face today. Yeah. Mm, that's what it says. Yeah. Okay. It okay. says here, uh, fat phobia has been
1: created through this. It says fat phobia would be the fear of uh, fat people. <laughs> is that uh, real? Yeah. The yeah, Fear it's real. of fat people? Yeah. <laughs> it is a global problem in healthcare practice. You must be terrified just walking out of your house. <laughs> no, it says because doctors <laughs> shit their pants every time. <laughs> every time they walk into the door. <laughs> I oh, shit. Haven't you seen that show by 600-pound life? I have. I'd be scared, too. The doctor in Houston? (laughs) Yeah. You need to stop eating. Yeah, he's he's Lebanese, I think. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. The assumption that fat people are simply too lazy and too indulgent prevails in healthcare settings. And there you go with the healthcare, Adam. Many of which also
2: lack of proper (laughs) furniture, tools, and machinery to give their patients. Proper furniture? What do we need? Specially reinforced furniture? (laughs) Thank you. Oh, like you go to the... (laughs) If you go to, like, a doctor's waiting room now, I sit in a chair where I feel like I'm a miniature person because I have one arm that's right next to me, and the other arm I can't even touch the other side. It's so wide. (laughs) You feel like like Lily Tomlin. (laughs) Lily Tomlin in a huge chair. My feet don't touch the ground.
1: (laughs) Fat people also bear the brunt of many jokes. (laughs) Yo mama, so fat jokes. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's a whole genre. (laughs) I'm laughing, but it's because it's the pain that I feel. (laughs) Adam, fat people also say doctors routinely dismiss their legitimate health concerns because, oh, they're just fat and lazy. Well, it's covered by other problems. Oh my gosh, Adam. Yeah. Oof. Good thing is, Adam. Mm -hmm. That, uh, you know, through these movements, especially after the COVID-19 pandemic, Mm -hmm. where many uh, Mm -hmm. Americans, Adam, suffered from uh, uh, fatness Mm -hmm. while they were sitting at their homes, i.e. myself. Did you ever see that Homer Simpson episode where he tried tried to get disability disability.
2: (laughs) he got up to the moo-moo level? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I do. I'll tell you this, Tommy. I really enjoy when I am driving around and I see... Somebody busting their ass on the side of the road, running or yeah. doing whatever. They're struggling, but they're, they're out there. They're doing the work. That would be and, me. And they're big and fat. That would be me, Adam, And I yes. say, Applaus, applause. applaud to you because <laughs> you're, you're, doing a, you're doing what needs to be done. Adam, you see me.
1: <laughs> I'm going to settle for the Lizzo shapewear.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, more than 50 years after. Yes, yes Adam, the fat acceptance movement is alive and well today and it exists, you know, to help out those that are still facing the barriers and the prejudice yeah. of uh, people who are just cruel and love making fun of fatties like me. Oh, by the way, there is a, there's a, <laughs> <laughs> the association is called NAFA, Adam. NAFA? Uh, yes. And NAFA stands for the National Association, Adam, to Advance Fat Acceptance. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I'm planning on joining. Uh, start a, a chapter here in Wichita. <laughs> We're trying to do the positive. Adam. That's the name the, of the organization. Yes, Adam. That's the name of the. And they also wow. have they also have Adam a theme song. Oh, good. Like everything else, Adam. You know, they need Is their song by Bill Cosby. They, <laughs> hey,
0: hey, hey! No, Adam. They it's need time to play.
1: Adam. They need uh They need something to carry him into battle as they okay. educate the public. Adam.
2: <laughs> it's very inspiring. We just ruined his motherfucking. That's Adam. very inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> it's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast.
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> fuck!
0: Adam. <Wow>. Oh
2: man!
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> That might have to be the next uh, lyrics that will blow your mind.
2: That's pretty good. Is that Peter Gabriel? Who is that?
1: That's Toto. Oh, Toto. That's
2: right. Okay, we've got it.
1: Not an elephant, by the way. Oh, Adam. That's good stuff. I'm lost. I don't even know what to do now. We. It's time to talk about fat gluceno disappeared, yeah. <laughs> I think it's time to take it home, Adam. Do you think he feels uh, shamed? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's time to leave. Okay.
2: Good times, bad times.
1: On the Tommy and Adam to Podcast.
2: This whole show is revamped. (laughs) I don't want a shit show. (laughs) Literally. that is fantastic Flash
1: and burn Without a doubt uh, <laughs> uh, What do you got, uh, Tommy? I don't know, man I got the good times, I think You want to hear it again, Adam? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's take it home Good times, bad times
1: <coughs> i Tommy and Adam, Adam, Adam I Podcast
2: <laughs> I like the recorder, Adam
0: <laughs> It's a nice addition they made <laughs>
1: I think this is where, I think, hey, Costino, pay attention. This is where you're supposed to take us down. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what did you say you have, Adam? Yeah, that, was nice, that was a nice long intro, too. <laughs> but it'll be cut down. It'll be cut down the next time, Adam. Oh, That's good.
2: Um, I got yeah, whatever yeah, you want. Go, go for the bad times. Bad times? Okay. All right. New Jersey's Department of Corrections. Oh, okay. Uh, admitted on Tuesday that two women prisoners have become pregnant oh, wow! after having sex with another prisoner. What? Exactly. At the Edna Mahan Correctional Facility. In Jersey, huh? The transgender <laughs> prisoner <laughs> who got a fellow inmate pregnant <laughs> oh, is, shit. is a 27-year-old killer serving 30 years for the manslaughter of his foster father. It was his Wow! at the time. At the time of the crime, it was a man and it was a woman doing the time. Oh. Uh, And that is, her her name was Demetrius Minor, and now it's Demi Minor. Oh, okay. Like Demi Moore. Yeah, kind of. And one of the women that uh, she impregnated is a double murderer who killed a couple as they returned home from their engagement party. And a source uh, familiar with the prison confirmed that cell doors are left open during uh, recreation time, so inmates can theoretically use those periods to sneak into each other's cells or slip into a bathroom for a quickie sex. So (laughs) So Jersey doesn't have cameras anywhere is what they're Uh, saying. You know, it's it's all women. But actually, they they now have 27 trans prisoners. This uh, thing might be uh, continuing to proliferate.
1: Is this Jersey or is this uh, New Jersey's Department of Corrections.
2: New Jersey's. The future mother, the (laughs) the double murderer, and there's another woman also that was uh, impregnated as well. But this one, the double murderer, the future mother, is quoted as saying, Our love was known and not hidden, yet forbidden. A child is going to be born. What is going to be done to assure that a mother can spend an adequate amount of time with her baby before separation? So she's already making demands that she uh, be able to bond with this love child.
1: Adam, is there a plane heading to the Ukrainian front?
2: Those were our (laughs) bad times.
1: I'm going to give you some good times. Someday, you never know, we may get to go there, Adam. Okay. Because according to loudersound.com, Adam... Mm. And uh, by an article written by Liz Scarlett, I'm sure that's her name, Nice on Metal Hammer, Adam, okay? Okay, okay. Published the 17th of April. And this is a big buildup to give you this headline. A Cliff Burton Museum is opening, Adam, in
2: Sweden. (laughs) A Cliff Burton Museum in Sweden? Yes, sir. Now, Sweden, because the site of his... Passing well, it could be because they're also,
1: aren't they like up there, the uh, death metal folks up there? And yeah, they're into the heavy metal action, and that's true, the heavy, heavy metal, okay? Uh, thrash, etc., death metal, yes, Sweden is to open a Cliff Burton Museum in honor mm-hmm. of the late great Metallica bassist who died. We've discussed this a sure. bunch of times here. A Cliff Burton Museum is scheduled to launch, Adam, in Leungby Sweden, next month. So that'll be May of 2022, Adam. Now, how big is it and how many, how many things well, are they going to have to display? There's some stuff here, Adam, that says the museum will honor the life of the late Metallica bassist. To the death. And it was only 12 miles away, by the way, of this town of Lejunby. So it's really close to where he passed away, yeah. A memorial stone was erected near the crash site by the Swedish fan club a decade ago, Adam. Hmm. As per the museum Instagram page, it will officially open. Uh, May the 14th is the date, Adam. Wow. So according to Guitar World, the attraction will display, Adam. There we go. Pictures albums, posters, tickets, as well as interviews and photos from the first photographer on the site of uh, Burton's death. Wow, that's, that's pretty changed. morbid. Yeah. And it was uh it was published in a newspaper called I knew Express. the connection had to be around His death site. So it's an addition, and additionally, uh, a feature film of recollections from first responders to the crash scene. So, what kind of museum is this?
2: So, it's really based upon his death. Not so much a celebration of life, it's just notable copies of his bass as well as Lard Ulrich's drum kit. Copies? Uh, Yes, uh,
1: from the performance will be exhibited, plus a poster that carries Burton. Last autograph. Wow! Our organizer of the museum explained we primarily want to honor Cliff Burton who died so tragically in the middle of his career just by reliving all this other stuff.
2: Mm. Uh, what do you think about that? That's death metal in all its glory, I guess. I mean, so. that's pretty wild. I mean, it's, it's nice that that wants <laughs> to make a museum for him, I guess.
1: I mean, there's all kinds of museums. You know, why not one yeah. to uh, Cliff Burton? I'm sure it's not yeah. only that. I'm sure there's a lot more stuff going on there, but they want to maybe highlight this as, you know, this is how rock and roll dies mm. out. So,
0: yeah,
1: Adam. And speaking of dying, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and if you thought the intro, the new intro, Adam, to the Good Times Bad Time was horrid, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> then then he won't find this one as repelling. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Adam!
2: <laughs>
1: Adam! Wow. I want to thank uh, Godzilla. Godzilla uh, put
2: that together? Well, I, I, I don't
1: know. Right now, I don't know where the hell he's at, but yeah. But...
2: Oh, oh he,
1: just, he just showed up, Adam. Yes, Adam. Let's take it home, baby. So, uh, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, everybody, for listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard podcast. Adam, take it away, baby!
2: It's nice that we have this, this pet at the end, giving us a little bit more energy to make it just over this the edge.
1: Adam, this is the kind of shit that we need to rehearse.
2: <laughs> take it away, my friend, take All it away. Right. Tommy, have anything else? No, sir. Okay. As always, we want to thank our legion of listeners, our fans, and whoever else subjects themselves to this podcast. We really appreciate it. Keep in mind that life is not that serious, nor is anything we said on this podcast. Again, search for the keywords the Tommy and Adam hard to name podcast. Remember to listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast app, RSS Podcast, Castbox, Himalaya, Owl Trail, and everywhere else. This podcast is on demand and streaming. Activate the notification icon to be notified when we are online and tell a friend or an enemy. I'm Adam Tate. And I am Tommy Martinez. Today is April 23, 2022, and you are listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Remember to always play it often, play it loud, but play it. Yeah.
0: The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast is produced by That they call our Promotion. Yeah. Wichita, Kansas. That's Promotion. Ocean.